listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. The scientific approach to the course and the force is a trivial. Can't find, can you find your way? Can you find your way? Can I don't know how it's go. Uh, the lyrics that be catching them, some other shit, and then that nigga be rapping them. Yo, welcome to the Black Out <laughs> Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. I think you made that up, sir. What? I was just had to freestyle a little bit. Mm-hmm. Sounded like me over there. I had time to be looking up no lyrics today. Mm-hmm. We have plenty of show, Karen. <laughs> it's a lot of show to do today. A lot of stuff happened. A lot of news articles. Not that many uh, random, uh, you know, random thoughts and whatnot. But a lot of news articles and stuff to check out. Um, and uh, a lot of guests to race. Shout out to my man Mayor Shadyville, who's in there in the house today uh, for. A little bit of guest the race. Let's see if you can do any better, sir. I know, right? Um, but yeah, uh, you know, we're gonna do our typical thing. Um, let me get this camera over here on Karen too. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know how we do, man. It's a Thursday. Everybody's letting their hair down. Most people won't hear this till tomorrow on Friday. Nope. Start their weekend out with the black guy who tips. Yep, yep. Um, and speaking of the black guy who tips. You're listening to it. And yes, you can you find it a bunch of easy ways. The easiest mm-hmm. of which, you go to theblackouttips.com. While you're there, 
make sure you uh leave comments on our post and vote in the polls uh you can also donate to the show straight from there you can sign up for recurring donations we give everybody who donates to the show a shout out on saturday mornings when we do our feedback show we do um you can also uh do stuff like subscribe to the actual page uh, when you subscribe to the page, we you end up getting email updates every time we post something. So you'll be able to, uh, you know, get that 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 email that says, "Hey, they're about to go live" or whatever. You know, in case I forget to post the episode until an hour before the show, like today, <laughs> which is my bad, of course. Um, and you can also do stuff like join our Facebook group right there from the page. You can go to our store, check out our Tumblr, the dot Uh, you can go to uh. Um, yeah, and then also, you know, like I said, you can vote in the polls and comments and interact with other guests right there and other people who like the show. Um, also, you can find us on iTunes, Facebook, Podomatic, and Stitcher Radio. Yes, you can. On iTunes, we ask that you leave us a five-star review. Uh, we don't determine what you have to say in the review. You can mm-hmm. you can say whatever you want to about the show mm-hmm. in the review. But if it's five stars, we will read it on the air live on Saturday morning. We will. But what if it's not five stars? We will read it. That's right. It's a very simple formula, people. Yes, it is. Don't fuck it up. Don't complicate it anymore than <laughs> it has to be. Um, you can also, uh, you know, like, like favorite us on Stitcher. Mm-hmm. Give us a thumbs up. Keep us being hot on Stitcher. That's always awesome. Uh, it is. Definitely checking out the stats there and seeing that we're doing pretty well. People like streaming the show. Um, so thank you everybody that's doing that. Yes. Uh, you can call the show 704-557-0186. Uh, talk to us live on Saturday mornings when we do our feedback show or you can leave a message throughout the week. Uh, the, the email for the show is the black guy tips at gmail.com. Um, and we have a campaign going on right now. It's donate your account, mm-hmm. uh, donate your account. You go to donate your account.com slash TBGWT and you can donate your account to the show. What that means is we'll be able to retweet or post something on your Facebook page with your permission, uh, from our show page and our show Twitter. So you'll, you know, it's stuff that helps the show things like, getting people to listen to the podcast, promoting mm-hmm. episodes, promoting sponsors, things that really go a long way when people see it on your timeline. Like, hey, this person retweeted the Blackout Tips. What is that? I want to check it out. Bam, you just gave them the incentive to check it out, man. So, uh, guys, go donate your accounts, man. It's very easy. It's only one click. The Blackout, just go to donateyouraccount.com slash TBGWT. Um, we're also on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. Um, say that again. That is in D-A-T. We also on Google Plus, guys. Yeah, we, the show Twitter is at T-B-G-W-T and Google Plus is just the Blackout Tips, same mm-hmm. as Facebook. Um, the official weapon of the show is the taser and unofficial sports is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. Mm-hmm. And we don't have a guest today. Uh, so it's just me and Karen. Are we kicking it old school? Yeah. Shout out to Shirley Wong. I know she's going to like this show. Uh, but we do have a couple of sponsors. Woo-hoo! Of course, today's sponsor is the, you know, one of the people who's almost always on the show sponsoring us. It's, uh, shadowdollproductions.com. Mm-hmm. You go to shadowdollproductions.com, you get a myriad of audio plays, books. I mean, oh, sorry, audio plays, movies, not I'm books. about to say books, boy. Every- he done took it back. Yeah, everybody <laughs> knows I hate books. Why would I say that? <laughs> well, uh, audio plays, movies, short films, things of that nature. Some you can download, even full-fledged DVDs. And uh, I believe we had Blu-rays for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you go to shadowdollproductions.com. 
Uh, we also have our own page over there, mm-hmm. um, TBGWT, or uh, you can go on iTunes and search for audio plays from the names of guests who have been on the show, such as Alexa Yeems, yes, Lindsey Kilgore, mm-hmm. and Rod Morrow. Never heard of that guy. Yes, and Karen Morrow. Yeah, so go on iTunes and search for the names and... You know, spend a little change. I think it's only like a dollar, two dollars per audio play. Yes. Um, really will help the show out if you guys, uh, show some support by buying audio plays from them. Keep them sponsoring the show, man, because once they're gone, I'm cutting the show time down like about 45 minutes to an hour. So, <laughs> just, you know, I'm only doing what I'm paid to do. All right. It's a job now. Got responsibilities, bills. Um, <laughs> uh, and then of course, we have another sponsor too, Karen. We do. We're also sponsored by AdamandEve.com. Mm-hmm. Ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the vagina area? I am always looking for that, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Make it extra spicy. Yes. Um, are you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie or outfit or mm-hmm. or surprising yourself yes have you been thinking about surprising yourself with some new lubrication yes yeah, say that again well here's an offer you won't be able to resist nope go to adamandeve.com for a limited time only you can get 50 percent off of just about any damn item in the store yes you can that's 50 percent off y'all half half off baby that's what bobby petrino's wife is gonna get in the divorce yes she is imagine, with or without a job yes imagine you can get half without fucking bobby petrino <laughs> why <laughs> or, wouldn't you do this or crashing on the back of a bike right but that's not all oh no Mm-mm. when you select your one item at 50 percent off you also receive three free adult dvds mm-hmm. that's right dvds designed for adults by that i mean with sex on them yes uh and you know that might give you a little bit of uh inspiration as the french like to say if uh while you're having sex you know or while you're masturbating that's right i said it (laughs) not beating around the bush people i know what you're here for (laughs) plus a free extra gift that's so sensual that we can't even tell you what it is nope and then slap me in the face and call me susan because you can get free shipping the best kind. And no, it's not a joke. AdamandEve.com. No. 50% off one item. Three free adult DVDs. Yes, y'all Y'all know y'all got friends and family just a, just a little lonely and need to spice up their sex life. Tell them to. Free sensual gift, Gabby. <laughs> can't even tell you what it is. And nope. free shipping. It can't get cheaper. It couldn't be cheaper if you went to China in the factory they made the vibrators in. It couldn't be cheaper. <laughs> There's no way you could try to make your own vibrator and it would cost you more money than this deal. Yes, it would. And how do you get exclusive access to this deal? It's easy. You go to AdamEve.com. When you go to the checkout, you put in TBGWT as the offer code upon checkout. Yes. TBGWT. Get your free shit at AdamAndEve.com. All right, Karen. You mm-hmm. ready for some podcasting? I am. All right. Well... I don't know, man. I had to work yesterday on my second job mm-hmm. when I go to the gym and I monitor the court. And, you know, I play ball while I'm there and stuff, too. But um, yesterday, for some reason, man, I don't know if it's the heat or what, but it seemed like I did a whole lot of breaking up, like, arguments and fights. Like, everybody was fighting yesterday. I don't know if it's something in the air. Appalling. 
You think it's the pollen? You think pollen makes niggas want to fight? Yes. Well, I don't know what it was, man, but I makes me want to fight. I like it was just nothing but just arguing, arguing, arguing. These are grown ass men. It's funny how, you know, you can be a grown ass man. You get on the basketball court, there's a dispute, and all of a sudden you turn into a five year old. You know, there's like one guy who they wouldn't stop arguing the call from the last play, and wow, he wouldn't grab the ball. We have a clock there, you know, and the clock is yes. actually to stop arguing. Because with the clock running, it's like, hey, you know, the clock is running, work it out, or or the time runs out. Yes. Um, and so one guy grabs the ball and starts walking down the other end of the court like, no, no, and like ran the entire clock out for like a minute. <gasps> yeah, and I had to like put my time back on the clock and make them take the ball out, and they're just jawing at each wow. other. Wow. It's not that f- Ain't nobody getting paid. Right. It was just weird. But even people that get paid don't act like that. Like, you watch the NBA, you don't just see somebody just grab the ball, no. walk to the other end, run the clock out for th- 50 seconds, throw the ball out of Because Yeah, it was just, and these are grown-ass men, you know, and I was just like, what's wrong with y'all, man? Like, I, I actually had to remind them that Zimmerman got arrested. <laughs> like, I was, I was searching for anything to get black unity. I was just like, hey, 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 they arrested him, man. There's no need for all Calm this, down. Calm this down, anger. People. We're going to get some justice. We're going to get the system going to work. And they were still like, fuck that. If I see him, I'll shoot him in the street. I was like, damn. <laughs> Over basketball? Yeah. At the Y? At the Y, man. It's you a good You got money on the game. The reason I started coming to the Y is because I was tired of, you know, basketball antics, man. I was Set tired of that shit. You know, I, there was so many times, I, you know, I was at a basketball court and had to go, am I going to get out of here? Yeah, that's not safe. Yeah. You're like, I hope, I'm, I, hope I don't catch a stray, you know? <laughs> ah! And you don't meet animal. Yeah, I be in because I would be in the paper, man. That's how it goes. You know, it's always the smart nigga that gets shot anyway. <laughs> yes. Every article you read is like, he was in the wrong place at the, the wrong, wrong time. time. He was a scholar student with yeah. a 4.0 GPA. He could have been somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Jamarcus Jones would have been the first of his family to go to college. He had a full ride to Duke University. Yes. It's just, you know, it's, 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 and it's like, it's always that dude. Now, and like, you know, I, I was a pretty smart kid and uh, did well in school. Even went to, you know, in college, I was on my scholarship. So I, even then I was like, yeah, I'm going to be the one to get shot. Like, it's, it's always the smartest <laughs> one. <laughs> you already knew. Yeah. Like, if it would have been a smarter person there, I would have been like, okay, I'm safe. But I look around, I'm like, I'm the smartest nigga here again. Yes. There's so, nobody's brain bigger than mine. Yeah, so I started playing ball at the Y, man, because I wanted to save, you know, the argument and the headache, man. I don't want to have to fight for every possession, like at the park where there's no clock. And there's, there's no, no logic, time. yeah. You know, some of, some of these people are playing for Lifetime Achievement Awards and shit. I'm the mayor of Park Road Park, nigga. You don't talk to me like this. I've been playing for 70 years. Like, okay. Yo, yeah. I mean, yeah. disrespect you, grandpa. Like, I'll kill you, boy. <laughs> I kill people your age. Like, just it's just not worth it, man. But I don't know, man. So they were arguing and stuff. And one dude, um, like, I was making some jokes with him later on after he calmed down. I was like, you don't got all that fussing out you. I guess you're just going to go home and not argue with your wife. And he was, and then he tried to get serious. Like, what you talking about now? Now you gonna get me kicked out? I was like, oh man, if you don't go, like, yeah, get the fuck out of my face. Like, oh now, now you want to be serious? You were just acting like, like literally, Karen. This is a grown ass man with his children in there, and he is acting like a five year old. Like, the, he lost the game, mm-hmm. so the other guy that he was arguing with won, and they were, and that guy's team was still on the court. 
And he was literally just running up and down the sidelines, like chiding the dude. Like, as the dude would hit shots, he'd be like, you wouldn't be doing that on me, slapping his hands and shit. I was like, dude. The game Get is your fucking ass over. Out of here. Not to mention, I'm at work, man. Y'all embarrass me in front of these white people. <laughs> like I gotta, now I gotta go get the cops to kick you out. I don't want to. Like somebody even came over, and this and this this really bothers me a lot. Actually, um, like I, I hate when black people do this. We actually saw this when um, the the Rick Ross creation beef they had, mm-hmm. and backstage like two bodyguards were about to fight. Two like seven feet tall black dudes weighing about three hundred fifty pounds. <laughs> Like all muscle and shit, they were about to fight each other, and some random like five foot seven white dude walks over in a suit. And he's like, "Hey, cut it out! We're not gonna have any of that back there." And and they did, and they did. They listened. They was like, "Oh yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that." You know? Ah, well, like you paid the bills yesterday. Sorry, sir. You know, I'm talking to these dudes like human fucking beings, and I'm like, "Listen, dude, I need both y'all to calm down." And they're just yelling at each other, just barking. I was like, "Wow, if one of y'all would be quiet, it would be fine." I need one of y'all to be the bigger man to shut up, and so we can nobody keep, was trying to be, you know, because if not, then I'm gonna have to get y'all kicked out of here because Both of you, you know, there's kids walking around, there's uh, yeah. people on the track upstairs They're looking down, yeah, people yes. that don't give a fuck about a basketball game. Say that again, and y'all are yelling at the top of your voices, three feet from each other, cursing and stuff. So I'm like, listen, I need y'all to calm down. They wouldn't listen to me. Just uh, the, this other dude, the worst that is white dude, walks over. And he's just like, hey, I need you guys to calm down. And they immediately calmed down. And I was, I was, and it made me mad because I was like, man, I'm tired of black people even accepting that shit. Like, black people yes. are either will be on some, well, the white man said it, so I got to do it. Now, you're like, what the fuck are you talking about, dog? I was here talking to you with respect and not yelling at you like a child. And you couldn't respond to that because, you know, I'm just a brother like you. What can I know? Random white dude walks over in some khakis. Oh, everybody be quiet. I'm like, damn, I hate that shit, man. <laughs> fuck is wrong with y'all, man? <laughs> it could be the most unruly bunch of dudes, man. And as soon as a white dude walks over, it's just like, okay, everybody, let's settle down. It's the white man. Like, I don't know where that comes from, <laughs> Me man. Me either. I wish I got harnessed some of that white privilege, man. <laughs> yes. That's why they be, that's why they keep making the same movie over and over where white dude comes to a bad school and fixes bad it. Bad neighborhood. Well, well, I guess those movies must be true. It must be. Like, Jay, Jim Belushi is like, told you. <laughs> All you gotta do is hop off your Harley white and White love is real. White love will fix everything. Yes, it will. Blame the blind side for that shit, man. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> So, uh, we've been on some people's podcasts this week. We have. Uh, and I'll post the link later. Uh, but, uh, we were on Adjective J's, the Sketchy Negro Show. That was fun, yes. We were on Where's My 40 Acres last week. Yep. We were on, uh, Forget What You Heard with Greg Hurd. Yes, yes. And, um, let me tell you something, guys. Now, this doesn't go, I'm not calling out any specific names, but, well, actually, no, I am, because y'all will hear it. Yeah, so why the fuck do I gotta worry about it? Y'all, and I'm telling everybody this, you know, in general. Uh, as podcasting advice, you guys know I don't like to give advice, especially on your co- podcast. You should mm-hmm. do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But I think this is pretty universal, and I think everybody can respect it. If you're going to promote your stuff, promote your stuff. Pretty True. simple. Pretty simple advice. If you're going to promote your stuff, promote your stuff. Like, imagine if someone tunes into the Blackout Tips and, you know, I start off the show with, hey, welcome to, ah, oh, forget about it. Who cares? No one's going to listen. It's just a show. Then, then, then when people don't listen and people don't know where to go and they don't, you know, and they know I don't have any confidence in my own product, why would they want to fuck with us? True. 
you know like I, people how do you get sponsors how do you do this so much stuff is really easy to be honest with you mm-hmm. man like uh the, as far as like how do you uh well how do you uh keep getting listeners and all that stuff you gotta work hard i can't tell you yeah can't yeah. i would love to tell you some secret and shit how do you get your audience to give so much feedback we feedback to the audience as yes. much as they feedback to us we sure do when we interact with them yes yeah we do. so there's a lot of you know stuff that i it's, it's like a diet you know it's yeah. like people how'd you lose weight worked out an exercise no nah, that can't be it what's the secret you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, to be like, that's the secret. And, and the thing about it, I, what I realized about this, people will only take your podcast as seriously as you take it. And if you don't take it seriously, why should they? Yeah, and so, uh, you know, we were on Greg's show, and, you know, Greg starts off promoting the show, and he's like, yeah, well, you know, it's, you listen to, I mean, you should, I don't know, man. It's just blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Greg, go ahead, man. Say it with your chest. You know, say that shit, dude. I promote the shit out of this show. Nobody this else is, is going to do it. That, nope, they not. You know, and none of us is doing well enough to be like, you know who it is. You know, mm-hmm. you see me on TV every day. It's not like that. So, nope. you know, and I don't think anybody should be ashamed to promote their own stuff, man. You're only handicapping yourself, uh, handicapping yourself if you do that. So, yeah, promote your stuff, man. You go on somebody else's show for a guest appearance, promote your stuff. Mm-hmm. Because think about it. When someone comes, like, say Greg's on this show, and people go, oh, I want to check out Forget What You Heard podcast. They go check them out, right? Mm-hmm. Bam. The first thing they hear is, well, you know, I mean, who cares what the name of the show is? Uh, anyway, guess, do you want to promote your show? Like, well, not, come on, man. Believe in your shit. I can't make you do it, but come on, you can do it, man. Yes, and you can. And I'm only saying Greg because he's the last per- show we've been on. It, but we've been on, on plenty of shows, shows that have done it. Yes, we have. And I don't know why y'all do it, man. Mm-mm. Fucking own your shit, dude. Please do. Um, especially if you know you're bringing in guests and stuff. That means that they're bringing in their fan base. Mm-hmm. You, you know, this is your introduction. You're on. Yes, you, you know. Are. And, and, and to us, it doesn't matter the size of somebody else's audience or anything like that. Like it doesn't. We've had people on the show where, let's be honest, their show's not getting that many viewers or whatever they're doing. Some people don't even have a show. Some people don't, you know, they might have 12 Twitter followers. I don't know. I just find that person interesting and we have them on the show, right? We don't care. Right. But, um, like, what you got to understand when you're doing that, even if it's just one person that's never even fucking heard of you, but they want to go hear their friend on your show... That's how you get it. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's one way to get in the door. So, you know, you're always auditioning. You're always on, quote unquote, whenever you're uh, on somebody else's show. It's always a commercial. Like everything you do pretty much is a commercial for whatever you want people to check out. Yes, it is. So uh, I would just give that advice to people, at, you know, and it's, it extends more than just podcasting, whatever you're doing. You know, if you're a singer, don't be ashamed to be like promoting your singing. Think about all the horrible people that promote their singing. We watch that again. We watch Basketball Wives. You yes. ever see Kenya uh, exercise some humility? Of course not. No. Of course not. And the not. thing about it, people wonder why they get contracts because every time you see them, promote my shit, my shit, me, 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 my shit. Yeah, I'm not saying you should only be promotion. There should be no. some substance with it. Yes. But, I, but like the substance is also the product. So yes, that makes like your product is what you're selling. So if you're not constantly refining and trying to you know present your shit in the best light then why are you wasting your time man this shit is a hobby but it should it should also be a love of a love a labor of love is mm-hmm. what i'm saying if you work hard on it if not then you know and you don't feel like doing it and you do kind of think like well i don't give a fuck what happens that's fine but then you're gonna get a i don't give a fuck response from mm-hmm. people you know like i'll listen to people's shows and like they don't care about their sound quality or something true 
and it's like it comes across man like yes, it does. because like i think what happens is a lot of people go well i heard this person's show and my sound quality is close enough to theirs that that's fine and you know you and of course do what you can afford i'm not saying you know go out and get a damn put some egg cartons on your on your wall or your studio shit like i don't know you know <laughs> i ain't telling you to take over your baby's playroom but i mean <laughs> when you think about your competition quote unquote your peers in this uh whatever you're doing you you also have to think about the fact that w- in this society, what we do now is give away a lot of stuff for free. Mm-hmm. And it's not just us. Mm-mm. So, like, our competition is everybody. Everybody. So, like, if you are making a show and you don't give a fuck about the format, the topics, the uh, you don't give a fuck about your guests, you don't give a fuck about promotion. Well, you're competing with Adam Carolla. Yes, you are. You're competing with Mark Marin. Mm-hmm. You compete because because he's also giving his shit away free. You compete with ESPN. So like I'm only the one thing that everybody that does is podcast, whatever you're doing, music, uh, what whatever you're doing in mm-hmm. life. The one thing that we're all trying to take from people is time. True. Regardless of what your product is, you're trying to take you're trying to get people to commit some time to whatever it is, and people only have a finite amount of time. So actually, like when, when I say I don't really feel like comp- podcast or competition. Is is actually more like the, a more truthful statement would be like I don't I feel like everything is competition. So like everything a per, in a person's life is competition with whatever the fuck you have going on. That ain't that the truth. So like if if I have uh I like I need somebody to want to listen to our podcast more than they want to hear the traffic report before they get in the car on the way home. True. I need them to want to hear us more than music when they're working out. Mm-hmm. I need them to want to hear us more than uh watch watch the audio, listen to the audio of a basketball game when they when they're sitting at home like i like that ideally that's the best type of product so anyway man and this like i said it's more than just greg and it's definitely not a diss out no it's i'm i'm trying to offer like friendly advice mm-hmm. everybody man care about your shit please do and if you don't man you can't get mad when people don't give a fuck nope you can't. and they don't give you feedback and they don't respond yeah back. when you say like i haven't had an episode in two months why am I not getting? I'm, I'm surprised I don't get as much feedback as y'all. There's a reason. I said that again. You know, you got to put the time into it, man. You know, and, and like I said, look and, at other people's product. And on top of that, you have to be diligent even when you're not getting the feedback. Because I, I, a lot of people uh, might be surprised, but where we are now, we weren't always here. We remember looking to get 10 downloads and getting excited. You got to start from somewhere. Yeah, so you can do it, man. Just you just can. believe in yourself, man. And and like I said, I don't think that everybody is for everyone. Nope. And I don't think everybody's going to be blow up and be major and all that. I didn't think this show would be this big, honestly. I, y'all, we are surprised. Y'all be amazed how surprised we are. Yeah, it's already way bigger than I thought it would be at this point. But, um... But yeah, but it, it's a testament to hard work, man. So make sure you guys keep working hard and make sure you uh, believe in your shit. Because look at it like this. You go into the club... You walk up to a chick and you want to get with her. You don't walk up to her and go, hey, I mean, I ain't shit. I mean, I'm overweight and I ain't making as much money as I ah, like. I got ah. I got bad credit receding hairline and uh, two kids. But uh, you, you want to get a maybe a drink or something? I mean, I'll put half on it if that's what you – I don't know. What, I, you know what? Fuck me. I'll shoot myself in the head and walk away. I'm sorry that I wasted <laughs> your time. And that's what people hear when you say – Hey, I don't feel like promoting my show, or you know, no one's too cool to promote their show. I think Mm -mm. I think it happens to a lot of comedians too, though. They get in their own heads and shit. 
you know like hey man you you just did a set the other day you got it on video why aren't you promoting this shit you know every 50 tweets or something well you know i don't want to be peddling my stuff why not would you rather be fucking peddling your day job no nigga this is what you want to do to for love for fun Man. yes and that's how people hear about you too yeah man you never know man you, you know never people, underestimate the power of promotion yeah how many people do we get that oh man i heard of you because so-and-so liked this and mm-hmm. heard me told me about that or whatever i randomly saw you tweeting this i never listened to your show before you know there's a ton of people following me on twitter never heard the show before and then they'll listen one day and go man i should have been listening a long time ago yep well, same here if i hadn't tweeted the link right niggas ain't just gonna i think people just had that that vision of like Johnny Carson going to send from heaven and discover them and put them a star and it shit. It don't work like that, baby. Yeah, man. Anyway, dog. Someone I worked, uh, that I work with, man. This dude has been calling me Roger. Ha! He renamed you, son? He's been calling me Roger for like four months. <laughs> now, keep in mind, it's, it's not just in person. Because, you know, my name is Roderick. Some people call me Rod, blah, 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 right? Yeah, tell your name to pieces. It's not just in person, though. This dude literally has hit me on Instant Messenger. Where my name, my entire name is in it. it. The (laughs) only way to find me is to look up my name. He will look up my name and call me Roger. He doesn't email. My email signature has my entire name. You have to know my entire name to, to type the email. You know, what what does he what does he say at the top of the email? Roger, I have a question. <laughs> Walks by my nameplate on my cubicle. Every time, it's the only way to talk to me. You have to walk right by my nameplate. Roger. <laughs> Never seen nobody else call me Roger. Like, I don't get this dude, man. Like, uh, I saw he sent out an email today. He said... Uh, hey, do you have the number to uh, where if I need someone to send in a facsimile, uh, they can send it to me? You know what a facsimile is, Karen? Mm-mm. A fax. Okay. You know what a fax is, right? Yes. A f- who says facsimile, Karen? It's 2012. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Facsimile. He making up a new word here? What is it, the 1970s? Ah! Let me say telegraph, phone, <laughs> electronic mail. Uh, <laughs> facsimile. Emotional icons. I what are we talking about? Type I like right to, here. I like to express myself in text with emotional icons. <laughs> Behold, a cellular phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's electronic mail. It's mail comprised completely of electronics. <laughs> Electrons. Yes, I would like to express myself more as code. Yeah, facsimile, dude. I. I don't get this dude, okay. man. That sounds like facsimile. What? I mean, the the Roger thing was my first hint. <laughs> I was like, nigga, you see my name. How old is he? 310? I don't understand this. <laughs> He's like, fuck it. I, this is your name. I'm going to call you this. I see your name, but screw that. <laughs> I'm old, and this is what I'm going to call you. I was pressing the popcorn button on the... <laughs> Cause like like that's the thing like you, you have people that just ask like questions where you just like God damn that's a dumbass question yep and and people always go there's no such thing as a stupid question what about the fourth time you ask the same question is it stupid then <laughs> when the fuck is it stupid people I need to know we gotta come up with some type of rule because if there's no stupid questions is there a stupid amount of questions of the same question over and over because I think there should be yes me too. You know, and it's, and it's like really simple stuff, you know, like, what's the fax number? It's like, have you looked at your signature on your email? That, 
that that number with the F next to it? Yep. That's the facsimile number, sir. <laughs> Goes to the facsimile machine. <laughs> and and, then, and uh, now they and now it's not in the machine. This shit works by email almost now. Right. How much? Uh, do you know uh, the, the the popcorn button? Do you know on the how microwave? I can see the telegraph. If I would like to cook double the popcorn, do I need to press the button twice? Ah, no, sir. No, no, just stop. Anyway, man, just so use a microwave, sir. That dude, he's been cool. Um, another thing that's been happening. Um, last night, a couple of dudes I don't even remember their names. Some high school kids got on TV. And they did their own mini the decision. You know, they're going they're they're about to go to college and they were unveiling what college they're going to. I mm-hmm. think one went to Kentucky. Oh, I think that whole concept is stupid, but go ahead. Like and the one dude, he revealed his pick by he wore a hoodie the whole time and then he took the hoodie off and in the back of his head was shaved UK for I'm going oh. to Kentucky. Yeah. Now here's oh, the thing. Oh, hoop mode dad. World Star Hip Hop. Um <laughs> <laughs> that's stupid <laughs> nah um <laughs> it was espnu oh okay espnu right um live television you know they will tell you what school they're gonna go to and the thing that bothers me about this these are like the people who are fiending to watch this shit are the same people that hate lebron james because he did the decision yes Man, that, like I, they, I don't get how they can't grasp the irony of setting up a seventeen-year-old kid, eighteen, maybe nineteen at the most, setting them up to be the pompous asshole that you will hate in a few years. Like it's you were, cute, then it's yeah. like it's, it's like a baby. You know how some uh, parents allow their babies to like smack them and slap them in the face and say that shit is cool. But guess what? That shit ain't cool when they ten. Right. It's that girl that you start off dating and everything is cute and then eventually you get sick of her shit and you realize you hate her. Mm-hmm. That, this is what this is for them. Like it's, you know, oh, I like this kid's swag. He got a box. He was going to. It's, and the thing is, you can tell that the hate starts right away because if you don't believe me, go to the message board of the school that they don't go to. Yes, they, 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 they tweet them. They Facebook them. They are angry as shit. Yeah, like you look on that message board and all of a sudden dude is right back to being a piece of shit. Yep. It's like, oh, you not coming to Syracuse? Fuck you. Well, fuck you, yeah. this boy. We didn't want your punk ass anyway. You ain't going to be no good. It's like, okay, man. You you weren't just sitting there with your dick on rock, hoping that he took off that head that that uh, that hoodie, and it was gonna be a Syracuse logo underneath, right? Okay, I see you, dog. So um, yeah, man, I thought that that was kind of interesting that um that happened last night, man, because it's it, like when these dudes don't grow up to have any appreciation, when they grow up and they do feel entitled, and all of a sudden they're Dwight Howard and you hate them. Just remember this shit, that you were sitting there late at night on pins and needles, hoping they would pick to go to your fucking school. I could give a shit. Yeah. But now today you got, you, you mad. You not, but now he's 25, so, so it's okay to be mad at him, right? Yeah, because he's, no, no, no. Put it like this. It's cute when they ain't making money. It ain't cute when they make money. Yeah. Well, speaking of pompous athletes mm-hmm. um, and people hating these kids, hating these athletes. Did you hear about this Skip uh, Bayless, Jalen Rose thing? No, what happened? Okay, so Jalen Rose went on to uh, ESPN First Take. Okay. And 
he basically exposed skip bayless because skip bayless was tweeting uh, about his athletic resume and how in high school he apparently was the MVP of some summer basketball camp okay. that had future NBA players there or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he got the MVP as a freshman. And then because uh, he was using this to talk bad about Russell Westbrook, who everybody knows. I love me some Russell Westbrook. Oh, he's a beast. I think he's definitely one of the top five point guards in the league. He's good. Uh, right now, might be having the first or second best season at point guard in the NBA right now. <laughs> Uh, although that's debatable and I, and I do, I will debate it with you. You know, I have debated it with people and shit. Um, so, um, the matter of fact, before we get into the skip Bayless thing, um, let me just do a quick PSA about stats. Mm-hmm. Stats are subjective as shit, y'all. I hope people know mm-hmm. this. There's no definitive way to prove somebody is better or not better. Really? Like we can, like stats can kind of help you analyze it. But in general, without context, and stats generally do not have context. Mm -mm. You can manipulate the stat as much as you want to try Mm -hmm. to provide some sort of context. Mm -hmm. But even then, context does vary. Mm -hmm. Um, I think people got to start chilling on trying to throw in the varied stats to be like, no, this proves everything. Like um, We were talking about Russell Westbrook, and I was like, I think Russell Westbrook might be having the best, might be the best point guard right now this year in the nba especially in light of derrick rose winning the mvp last year because mm-hmm. derrick rose you know pretty much a ball dominating shoot first point guard mm-hmm. um and so uh and you know people don't like russell westbrook and i i, I understand this he got one of them faces you know ah! what, can, what, can <laughs> what kind of face is that what can he do about it he look, <laughs> look kind of like a he uh, look kind of like um what was that what was the dude with the two knives in his arm from Mortal Kombat? He looked kind of like that dude, man. Like, I can't, can't he can't help, he can't help himself. <laughs> but I don't, I don't blame him. I don't judge dude on his face or whatever, man. Um, so, so, you know, they don't like this dude or whatever because he, he looks like he's always scowling. And, uh, so I was, you know, so I was just talking about him and stuff and I was like, and so somebody, you know, I was like, yeah, he's averaging, I think, like 25 points or something like that. And so people start bringing up Chris Paul. Now, I love me some Chris Paul. And I really think it's apples versus oranges, whichever style you prefer. I actually prefer, right. I prefer the way Chris Paul <laughs> plays over Russell Westbrook. Yes, I do too. But when we're talking about who's having a better season, who's playing best right now, I still think it's Russell Westbrook because he's averaging fucking 25 points a game. He's yeah. getting to the basket at wheels, getting fouled. He's putting a lot of pressure on the defense. And, you know, I think he plays in a stagnant offense, but that's not really his problem. Mm-hmm. He just needs to do what they tell him to do, kind of. Um, and so these people start bringing up, you know, well, Chris Paul does this and he does that. And I was like, right. And they said, well, what about true shooting percentage? And I was like, yeah, I just don't believe in that. And they're like, you don't believe in it? That's illogical. You, we can't even have a discussion if you don't believe in this. I'm like, well, I just don't believe in it because it, to me, it's an arbitrary thing where you pick certain things that you decided are going to be. Uh, oh, the chat room said that dude's name was Baraka. Yeah, you're right. That's that's what it is, Baraka. But um, there's it's it's arbitrary to a certain extent because you like weighing free throw percentage in there and you know this like three point percentage all, because all kinds of stats yeah, yeah because technically field goal percentage wise they only shoot one percent different from each other okay Chris Paul shoots one percent better than uh than uh Russell Westbrook from the field um uh, but 
I, and which was all I was addressing, but they were like, but no, it has to be go by true percentage where you add up all these th- these three stats and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, man, I don't know if, um, if I really believe in that shit. Um, and, and dudes got, they got pretty mad, man. They got Uh-oh. pretty, pretty upset. They called me illogical. First of all, if I, if you really think I'm illogical, why are you still arguing with me? I know it's so. Cause I have no problem walking away. It's like, okay, you think that, uh, you think I'm being illogical? Okay, the end. Cool. Like, I'm I out. I wouldn't argue with someone I thought was being illogical. I'd be like, oh, okay, that's okay. So we can't discuss this. But clearly, for some reason, they felt that they needed to change my opinion on basketball over the net. Uh. Um, so, all right, true shooting percentage. The formula is points divided by two times field goals attempted plus point four four times field times free throws attempted. True shooting percentage is a measure of shooting efficiency that takes into account field goals, three-point field goals, and free throws. Okay? Okay. Um, Here's my only problem with that. We already got field goals, three-point field goals, and free throws as stats already. Yes, if you want to just say, like, he's a better free throw shooter, cool. He's a better uh, three-point shooter, cool. He's a better yeah. field goal percentage shooter, cool. We can just use that. We got those numbers. We don't actually need to multiply it, divide it, put .44. Ah, we don't even need that shit. What the hell is shit. a .444? Right. I, like, and there's other stats, like, you know, uh, points per 48 minutes and shit like that. Like, anybody's going to, like, like, there's no law of diminishing returns. Like, if a motherfucker plays 48 minutes, he's just as fresh minute one as he will be at minute 48. And shit no. like, you know, just dumb shit like that. Well, I'm just like, yeah, I don't really, I don't need those stats to tell me who's better and who's not. Nope. I can look at the game. Um, and see for myself. You know, and, and the thing I was trying to tell them about, about these stats was, you're worshiping these stats, but let me tell you something about Russell Westbrook. He's the fastest motherfucker on the floor at all times. You know, there's probably two or three dudes in the NBA that can that have a chance of staying in front of him. Yeah. So, so like, where's that stat? You know what I mean? Because when it comes to basketball, it's easy to statistically be like, yeah, I ain't even afraid of this nigga. Yeah, because he's not playing your team tonight. I said that again. When you see him on the court, do you like, oh, this nigga got 40. Okay. Yeah, I, I see I see how he could be good. Yeah, he got an easy 42. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's like, I think it's his face and then people just love, they just love Kevin Durant. Like, they. Yeah. Like, people love Kevin Durant so much, it's starting to make me not like Kevin Durant. And I, I'm fighting against it because... I do. I don't like hating players. No, but it's like people love this dude so much that they can't possibly think of any way that anything negative could ever be associated with him. Like he is literally about to escape the whole like Carmelo Anthony, LeBron James, Dwight Howard. Hey, dog, where your rings at? Argument. Mm-hmm. Because he's getting in that range. Nobody about to ask him that. If they don't win a ring this year, they still won't ask him. Like, of course, nobody not. will. Nobody will bring up the fact that they you guys love him. were the favorite. Nobody's going to bring it up. Everybody's just going to be like, oh, man, you know, they're young and da-da-da. And it's Russell Westbrook's fault because he shoot all the shots. I'm like, well, Kevin Kevin Durant couldn't get open there, get off them screens. Well, you know, that's Russell Westbrook's fault, too, because, like, okay, get the, y'all just hate ah! that nigga. Like, they hate that nigga, man. It's sad that, that it's got to that point. But um, anyway, I, I know we got way off topic with that. But, yeah, man, stat, like the, what I was trying to talk about context with stats is this. There's no real way we can solve for everything. Mm-mm. And it really depends on how you want to weigh your stats because there's certain things you can't really change, like putting pressure on the defense by 
you know, tempo and drawing fouls and and running and up and down the court. Mm-hmm. I think Russell Westbrook does that just about as well as anybody else. Even when he's a one man show, he's still going down there, putting some pressure on your defense. He's going to the free throw line often. He's making it work um, and stuff like that. Now, it's no that doesn't mean he's that makes him better than Chris Paul. No, it doesn't. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's just a preference of whether what you want to do, but it does mean something. But people don't do that. You know something else that means something that nobody ever talks about? Minutes per game. Yes, it does. Nobody ever talks about that shit because they just assume, like, where everyone would like to play 48 minutes. Everyone can't. No. Why why would you want to play like that? Right. One of the most, um, one of the things, one of the records I've always looked up to, like, like, holy shit, that's crazy, was when Allen Iverson was leading the league in minutes played and free throws for so long. Like, you like all you're doing is getting your ass whooped and you never come out the game, dude. <laughs> ah, like that, like that that's might, all that means. Sure, he's not shooting whatever forty percent, fifty percent. Sure, he's not a good quote unquote shooter from the line, but he's having an impact on that game and he's doing something so athletic that nobody else can really copy it. Like somebody else would kill themselves trying to play all those fucking minutes, <laughs> yeah. but people don't get it. They just, oh no, look at this frail goal percentage. I'm like, nigga, that's not all. It's still basketball. Yeah, I said that again. You open your eyes and look at the court, man. Like, the, take the take the blinders off, take the bias off, and just look at the game and go. I see how Russell Westbrook is effective. No, it's not the way I would like to see a point guard play, but he is very fucking effective. That's all you gotta say. Anyway. Speaking of this hatred, mm-hmm. Skip Bayless, like we were talking about. Yes. Jalen Rose went on first and 10, a <laughs> first take or whatever. And they, you know how they do with Skip Bayless. He has a, a moderator, and then they have debates between him and whoever mm-hmm. the guest is. And um, they they basically got into it where uh, Skip Bayless got caught in a lie. And I'm going to play the clip, man. And uh, this might take a while, but fuck it, man. I don't like Skip Bayless, so Uh-oh. I want to hear this shit. Look, uh, something went down on yesterday's show. This is the moderator talking. You saw it and you lived it. If not, you may have heard about it. We want to address it. In the course of a conversation about Russell Westbrook being a point guard, Jalen went in pretty hard on Skip's high school basketball stats. If you missed it, listen. The position. Now, Jalen Rose elevated himself a few notches. In my book, with Uh-oh. what you were about to hear, uh, I like I don't know if I've ever been so proud of a Michigan player, you know, and I mean that man. That like his, it was just mwah, 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 it's magnifique, it's beautiful care. This is ah, so I hope you. Oh man, I don't know if is the world ready to hear this shit. I don't know, is it? I mean, so many people said this to me. Because here's the thing about Skip Bayless. I try not to pay attention to this nigga. Me neither. Because, like, I don't, I'm not, one, I don't really respect his opinion in the first place. So, like, how I look get my blood pressure up to be, turn on Skip Bayless. Like, I don't even understand the dudes who do that. Because there's all kinds of dudes that do that where they're just like, yeah, man, you see what Skip said today? No, no nigga. Because I don't care. And I never will. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, fuck him. But I mean, I, I I don't think you understand what hatred is, sir. But um, but but you know they 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 do that all the time, man. And so um, Jalen Rose got to live one of my dreams, going in there and straightening this dude out.
I've heard about it. We want to address it. In the course of a conversation about Russell Westbrook being a point guard, Jalen went in pretty hard on Skip's high school basketball stats. If you missed it, listen. The positions were only created so a novice could follow the game. Just because you're a power forward, that doesn't make you physical. Just because you're a shooting guard, that don't mean you can jack up threes. That's what, just what were you, Jalen? What were you? What were you? Did you? What were you? Did you average one point? Four yeah, points yeah, as yeah, a yeah, senior yeah. in high school? Yeah, I did. Okay, so yeah. all of that Pistol P stuff, water, Pistol P, okay. Junior. Okay, we'll, we'll address that later. We're okay. going to. Don't ignore that. Did you play Junior? Yeah. Did you play JV as a Junior? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I followed what you. you. Okay. What were you? What was your uh, position? I had no position. I have you no were game. a point guard. I have no game. You were a point guard. I have no Am I right? Uh, oh, nigga! Oh, burn, burn slow. <laughs> oh, how does uh, it did feel? Did he act like what was you, nigga? He played in the NBA. You didn't. Yes, he's telling you that that game doesn't have positions. The basketball positions, though, that's for fans to follow. But basketball is still basketball, man. You do what you do well on the court, and the other team tries to stop it. You know, it's it's the same. It's the reason that Russell Westbrook, quote unquote, point guard. Can fucking have uh, average twenty five points a game, and and uh, and and this team is still winning now. Just because you don't like that, and you would rather you know you would rather your point guard get ten assists and maybe average nineteen to fifteen points a game, that doesn't mean that it's easy to stop and that it's not basketball. He just doesn't play the way you would like him to. So um, yeah, and it goes on. We, we I'm gonna play this shit because fuck Skip Bayless. Take on hot topics. Uh, we run from nothing, and, and we want to dive into this. Uh, it took okay, so he says, we we take on hot topics. We run from nothing, and we want to dive into this. You, all right, you understand Word. that? Now, listen, that clip that they played, the re- that was the replay, right? They did this yesterday, or, well, the day before this clip aired, right? That day, when Jalen Rose confronted Water Pistol Pete about his uh, high school lack of career, they didn't replay the segment because they, they always replay first take later on in the afternoon on ESPN2, like first and 10. You know, they chop it up. They took this segment out. You know, after the, they say after the, that, he tried to talk to Jalen and Jalen bounced. He's <laughs> like, I'm out. And, and like, it's just like this got to Skip Bayless. And the reason I, that I, I don't mind it getting to him. Because that's what Skip Bayless does. Yes, he does. All he does is try to get the people. A troll got trolled. Yes, he and did. And now they want to try to have a discussion about it. And the only reason they're talking about it, because he got hurt. Very bad, yes. Life of its own yesterday on the internet. We have only one rule here, and that is authenticity. We need to make sure that the viewers at home realize when they turn on the TV, what they're seeing is genuine. And what happened yesterday happened organically, and it is out there. Jalen's back. No one's told you what to say. We have no idea where you're going with this. But what we want to do is after you look at that, what's your reaction? Do, do you still stand by the way you approach that? We're a debate show, yeah? as you mentioned. We're not a reality show. And it's up to us to say what's in our head, say mm-hmm. what's in our heart as it relates to topics. What normally happens when you debate, whether you're at a barbershop or whether you're on ESPN First Take, sometimes the debate can get personal. Mm-hmm based on the person's tone. So if I hear somebody saying something negative about me to attack my credibility as a person and as a player, 
something that I invested 20 years in playing middle school, high school, college, pro. I'm invested in this. Mm -hmm. Like, my father was the number one pick, rest, God rest his soul, in the 1967 draft. Like, I dedicated my life to basketball. Mm -hmm. So if I feel like somebody wants to cross the line and challenge how I feel about the game, I study this, I do this, I took it personal. And that's what happened yesterday in our debate. I did take it personal, and I'm pretty sure he took it personal how I responded. It was a trending <laughs> topic on Twitter. A lot of people were talking it about it. It was hot. And, uh, but as we mentioned, this isn't, the, this isn't the Maury Povich show. I'm not an actor. I wasn't, you know, I don't have a, a, a hand up my back of somebody telling me what to say. And we just went there. Yeah. You and I talk. So Skip didn't say anything yet. Now he's about to, he's about to bring in his. Yeah, do I need to play Drake? <laughs> so I'm about to cry. <laughs> he does, yo. Oh my God. Like, that's a, that's a thing, man. Like, it's, it's almost he like when, know how when a bully gets punched in the face. Yes, because he does that to people all the time. He brings them on there. And, uh, and now if you agree with him, you can talk. But if you give him any type of flack or you come off aggressive, he he almost he don't want to hear what you got to say. Yeah, that's that is how that is the feeling that I got from uh from him. It's like he got punched in the face and he had to show back up to work the next day. Yeah, you you can tell happened. he did not. Well, he, he was probably dreading doing this. And I think he was hoping Jalen Rose would apologize and back down. And yes. Be like, I'm sorry. I got mad. No. And he didn't. He basically said, this is what happens when you talk shit. It is. It is. Yeah. Mention, this is this is the Maury Povich show. I'm not an actor. I wasn't. You know, I don't have a, 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 a hand up my back of somebody telling me what to say, and we just went there. Yeah. You and I talked about this after the show, and I told you I was offended only because you leaped to a conclusion based on what you read out in the Twitter sphere, sphere or blogosphere. Right. Why you stutter? And this all began, he heard. as you now know, <laughs> with... A tweet of mine of, I don't know, three, four weeks ago that was 100% accurate, but thanks to the 140 character limit. Y'all niggas going to stop blaming that 140 character limit, though. Wow. You knew when you signed on the Twitter that there was a 140 character limit. You knew when you sent out that tweet with the misleading information that you still have the opportunity to continue tweeting. Yes. People act like, well, it couldn't fit in 140 characters, so I just left out the fact that I got HIV and I gave it to you. Sorry, 140 character limit. <laughs> you know, the baby ain't yours. Sorry, wouldn't 140 character limit. Was about 5% of the real story, which, again, you and I shared yesterday. You so shared then, as a columnist, as a ESPN personality, as a person with a Twitter account, you have multiple opportunities to explain this 5% into the 100% of the story, right? Could have extrapolated upon this at any point in time. Chose not to. Nope. But now you got called out on national TV by somebody you never thought would do it. True. And and now you're like, oh, let me just tell the rest of the story. It should have been told if it's if you're going to use this as a way you can take down Russell fucking Westbrook, who probably would have handed you your lunch no matter what age you were. You know, you probably got to hop in the time machine. And when he hopped out the womb, he would have busted your ass. But now you want to you want to start now you want to start like, oh, well, let me explain the whole story. 
some stories with me that were similar on your much higher level. And I only talk about this because now my integrity and credibility have been questioned by many of my Twitter followers. Did you exaggerate this? Nope. Did you lie about it? Absolutely not. For those so, that may not have seen the tweets, try to, I know it's tough, mm -hmm. but what was your original tweet? I know it's tough. Okay, the original tweet <laughs> began with... Began what with the fuck? Because he said, <laughs> I know um, it's tough, don't cry. That's, he might as well say, don't cry tears, now. Dry to tears. I don't, don't, I don't want no damn crying, but go ahead and tell us tell us the whole story. There's three He's sentences. He's an the heartbreaks rolling. Characters. It's tough. I, I thought twice about doing a second and third tweet to to uh, expand upon the topic because it's a much deeper why did you it's my not why you think it's so hard about that second and third tweet sir because you didn't you it didn't. was weeks ago but you could and i know when you typed that everybody was like i'm gonna go check into this because nobody likes you and you knew there was a ton of people that you pissed off that were like i can just go check your high school records and find out exactly what happened yep Excuse and me. you and you decided not to do that shit you thought about it and you said no nightmare story right it's it's in fact what propelled me to sit in this seat the frustration that was caused to me in my high school career propelled me to become a member of the media and talk about basketball and so it's it's the basis of why i'm here okay which also confirms one of my long-held beliefs that a lot of journalists that have do these angry ass uh sensationalistic uh sports shows are just bitter jealous uh people who did not get what they felt they were entitled to yep so they the, hate on people that live the dreams that they wanted right, to live because they can't because they can't do it but the original tweet began that in ninth grade i was asked to go to a big basketball camp area statewide that was run by the iba family of henry iba fame at, sure. at oklahoma state the mentor to bobby knight legendary coach. legendary i won mvp of that camp many kids who went on to play at high levels in Division One, And I thought I was Pistol Pete Maravich, as you said. I was probably more, what would you call it, water Pistol Pete? I was probably, <laughs> I probably exaggerated in my head just how good I was. But I thought I was pretty Look, good. I, th I think at some point or another we're all guilty of that. We're all guilty. So mm -mm, No, mm -mm. let's not try to turn this into the intervention. No, nigga, you know you went good. You know he lied. Yeah. He knew he wasn't good when he was sitting on that fucking bench them next three years. He knew exactly what was up. He tried to try to pull that whole like you know what's funny about this? I've heard this story from every nigga I play basketball with. Like this story ain't unique. Yeah, no, man. It's not. You know, I twisted my ankle during training camp and I never was the same. I didn't make the high school team. But if I would have you know I was in kindergarten, we was playing hopscotch. Yeah. I twisted my ankle. My career never was the same. Nigga, you were six. <laughs> right. My coach didn't like me. So, you know, that's why I'm not an NBA 12-time All-Star like Shaq. I'm like, no, man, you so far away from being whatever the ah, fuck you think you were yes going to be. Yes, you are. Then I go to play for a legendary coach in high school. At, at a big program. At the biggest school in the state, Northwest Class and High School in Oklahoma City. And he hated my game. He didn't like me. I was a three-point. You're not a likable dude. Yeah. Why is that such a bad thing? Shooter and a gunner. Before there was even a three-point line, he wanted me to be a point guard, and I felt like I didn't have the aptitude nor the desire to distribute the basketball. I didn't get it. I don't have the gift that you had. You, you could definitely run the point. You could score, too, but you had the feel for the game, the vision to anticipate when a player is coming up. I had zero of that. So, so wait a minute. Um, 
How is that trying to change topics? Wait a minute. Yeah, one, they trying to change topics. Okay, I'm about to say, we we change the topics, honey. Yeah, but number two, um, how is that the coach's fault? The coach about to say, baby, you suck. I mean, no, but how is the fact that you don't have the ability to pass and play point guard, the coach derailing you? Like, no, you, you have a skill that you aren't good at. Yep. And they needed you to do a certain thing, and you was like, "Fuck that shit!" I I'm shoot. not gonna do it. But is yeah. the is the legendary coach's fault? No, no. This dead man that probably can't defend himself because he dead. Uh, true. Mm. I went through a nightmarish sophomore year in which we won the state championship. I went through a nightmarish junior year in which. Now on that tweet, in that tweet, he he was alluded to like we won the state championship, like he was part of that. Like, oh, you know, I changed my game. We won the state championship. No, you actually sat on the bench and got that state and championship. And that's what Jalen Rose was pointing out, his stats and statistics, yeah. and he wasn't trying to hit at. Yeah, you talking this shit, but you ain't actually do what you say you did. The coach forced me, as you pointed out yesterday, to play what we called a B-squad. Forced me to play B-squad to learn to be the point guard, then suit up and play the varsity game at night. Right. I went into my senior year thinking... Finally, I got my shot. I'm going to be the guy coming up next year. And what happens the first day of school? I look up, and my legendary coach has transferred in his son from Southeast High School on the South Side to play for him. Wow. And I did start for that team, but not this for long. This shit's starting to sound like Michael Jordan's Hall of Fame speech. Ah! <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Fuck you, too. I bought you here just to embarrass you. Yeah, you should be thanking him. He got your ass on TV. He mm-hmm. gave you the motivation to want to be something with your life because you weren't going to be no basketball player, Skip. Mm-hmm. Because the, the coach's son was soon the guy. I played a lot that year, but I lived in fear of even taking a shot in a game. When you hit me with the stat, I looked it up last night. It was, I think it was 1.8. I was shocked it was that high because I can barely remember taking shots in games. All I did was do what Henry Iba wanted. You feed the post. I fed our postmen who went to Kansas State on scholarship and University of Houston on scholarship. And they were really good players. But I would, I would start to shoot and hesitate. I was scared to death. So by two-thirds through the season, I got in his doghouse again. I clashed. I rebelled. End of bench. That was the end of my career. That's exactly what happened to me, and it killed me. It, it was the worst experience of my sports life. Do you know how many players, high school, college, and pro, can have that story? So imagine how they feel when you're on national TV for four hours a day, and you're talking about the plight of their life on a national forum, but they don't have a chance to tell their story. Yep. And also what has happened in okay, media. Well, you, you had a similar occurrence. Right, but also what has happened in media is the line has been blurred between a reporter and an analyst. Yes. Now reporters are analysts. An analyst normally is somebody that has experience well, that though, done something. Let's clarify something. Skip, has been, Skip was a columnist. And a reporter. Yeah, I mean, you started as a reporter. Oh. Right. I mean, it's not as, as though you don't know the, the beats of being a reporter. But technically, when you go from being beat reporter to columnist, you're now not writing so much about the unfolding of the game. Now he is being paid to analyze the game and to opine and to write the way he sees the game. 
So it's not as if. So, wait a second. Are you suggesting that you have to have played at a high level to? No, not at all. If that was the case, then a lot of women wouldn't be able to report in sports because they don't have pro sports, certain pro sports for women. Sure. So mm, you can't trip him up, bitch. Mm. He on point. See, he thought he was going to throw him off and be like, yeah, because you can get athletes. Some athletes get cocky and they start saying dumb shit. And you, and, and you just go, okay, yeah, you're just one of those guys trying to out macho because you have like a vendetta against people who report on the game and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Jalen Rose is like, no, I'm not saying that at all. Because if that was the case, women wouldn't be able to report on men's basketball oh. or whatever, you know, even sports that like football and stuff where they, there's no women's programs and stuff. So he even he was like, that's not, don't try to change, don't try to straw man me. That's all. But what I am saying is, this is why I got into it. Mass communications was my major in college. This would be my 10th year covering the NBA Finals. Done NFL, done boxing. I've never been in a 15-round fight. Right. So I get that. Mm-hmm. But what happens is there's a difference between reporting what you say, I mean reporting what you see, and name-calling. Like when you name-call, that makes it personal. Bar Spice, Queen James... Now, now, time out. No, no. Now, out. now that crossed the line. I, I don't. I don't do Queen James. I've never done Queen James. It's Prince James. Prince James. Yeah. yeah. Same. Okay. But but I invited anybody, including you, to come sit there but and that's, let's talk but, this but out. Them, Did Chris Bosh come and sit there? But Did he? Them, yes. But, but yes. you got to take their you got to take their side of it. Them coming to sit here really validates you. It really validates Damn. your show because you talk negative about me. I've seen countless athletes, and I talked to Charles Oakley about this. I've seen countless athletes come on this show after their teammate or their good friend got ripped. And that's how people see it from the outside looking in. Oh, he doesn't like Michael Vick, so he's going to pump up LaShawn McCoy. Oh, he doesn't Hello. like mm, LeBron Hello. James, so now it's all about Dwayne Wade. Oh, he doesn't oh, love shit. He's giving him the business. Right, and that's when his corner man... You want to jump in? Yeah, that's that's when this dude shows up and comes to save him. That's right. If you can hear from the that, extremely sassy outburst in the background, fucking up the convo with the hello, 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 because nobody paying attention to his ass. No, it's your boy stepping a fetch, about to get involved. Kevin Durant. So now we're going to get all of us. Let's, 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 let's bring in Stephen A. a. Stephen A. Go ahead, make a point. Jalen, I need y'all to be quiet and listen, because let me tell you something right now. I'm disgusted with both of y'all. I can't believe this is even a subject. Both of y'all are my friends. Both of y'all I've known for many years. Skip Bayless as a colleague, Jalen Rose. I'm proud. Of you. There are many times that many people have said stuff about you. I know that you are a baller, but I also know what kind of person that you are, and I also know the great things that you do in the city of Detroit and all of that other stuff. And I'll vouch for both of you. He, Why did they bring him on? He's he trying to save him. Like, he trying to save did, did, Skip did, Bayless. Did, did, did the bad alert go off for Skip Bayless? And they was like, call him, call him. Oh, oh, wait a minute, call him. He's like, somebody hurt. Somebody, somebody get him quick. Somebody hit Massa. 
Let me run back. I'm on the way. Let me it's run like he back probably to the house. Be, yeah, he probably was getting ready to do an interview for something else. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. You got to you got to save Skip for you going to the next show. Yeah, and like this, you know, there was the other time that he ran cover for Skip when you know the last time we played a clip where he basically justified racism and said that everybody was being too sensitive unless Yay. unless somebody said the n word. There's nothing that is racist and that people should be outraged about. So. You know, he's got to say Skip again. It's the worst. Now, he's starting this by basically saying, everybody be quiet and listen to me. Both of y'all shouldn't be talking about this. That's basically his point, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this ain't their job. This ain't what they do is talk about bullshit all day. But today, when the bullshit is towards you, then it's time to shut the fuck up. I thought they st- said at the beginning of the show, we talk about it. Yes, he did. Mm. Y'all characters. But the fact that this is even a subject has me so completely disgusted with y'all. If I was alone with y'all off camera, I might slap both of y'all. And I mean that affectionately, of course, because y'all would probably beat me down if I did such a thing. But let me be very serious about where I'm coming from. (laughs) You hit him with the all right, Sherman Hemsley. (laughs) From here. Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless, you have been a journalist and a columnist for over 30 years. You are a columnist in San Jose. You are a columnist for the Los Angeles Times. You are a columnist for the Chicago Tribune. You are a columnist pumping him up. His color's starting to come back. You don't have anything to prove to anybody about your resume. Tell them people to go kick rocks. You've earned it, okay? That's number one. Okay? You raise your hand up like a strong, proud white man that you are. <laughs> and you don't let none of these Negroes tell you what to do. Mm-mm. Right? Number two. All right, with you, Jalen, yeah, I understand stuff gets personal and all of this other stuff, but let's talk to this other side about athletes. And we're not talking about you here. We're talking about the modern-day athlete. They can get a bit sensitive. So he's trying to play. This is what's funny to me. He's trying to turn it into, like, uh, to get Jalen on his side by being like, it's not you, it's the new kids. No. Like, like, and they do this a lot because athletes will fall into this trap. They'll be like, oh, you're right. During my day, this wouldn't happen because we were so stand-up and we're so much better than the new people out here, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. And they fall into that because they want their era to stand above the other people's eras. So it's like, oh, when I played ball, it used to be like this. You know, it's like how people have turned the 90s basketball into every team was playing hard, flagrant foul defense. No, like, it wasn't. Like, nigga, the Phoenix Suns still existed back then, and they was they, that team has never been good at defense. Uh, ever. Everyone was hand-checking. It's like, no, I think you're talking about the Knicks versus the Bulls. And that's about it. Mm-hmm. You know, that was not, you know, I think you're talking about three or four teams, the Celtics, the Knicks, the Bulls, the Pistons, that had that physical hard-nosed basketball. Nobody was talking about Milwaukee Bucks, hard-nosed, flagrant foul basketball. Mm-mm. Charlotte Hornets weren't playing that style. They we sure all wasn't. The games, yes, you know? we did. But but that's what happened. So he's, he's appealing to that sense in Jalen Rose, trying to get Jalen to be like, yeah, you're right, man. Back in my day. You're right. It's these new kids. It ain't, it, yeah, you're right. They shouldn't be sensitive. No, back in the day, colonists, because they actually had to, you know, go to the locker room. Weren't saying shit like Michael Jordan is a fucking overfed diva who needs to learn how to do to this. And then yes. showing up in the locker it's room because they per- need to get choked the fuck out. And they do. And they say you put these personal attacks and you don't want nobody to stand up for themselves. Then when they do, you tell them to go somewhere, sit down and shut the hell up. Right. Well, also, when you can sit on your, on your podium far removed from the action. Yes. Where you're detached from actually covering or being involved with these athletes that you're going to chastise. You can say smug shit like, you know, posh, smug. 
Spice or Bosh Spice. You can say that shit. Like you never see like him. you're just some random dude on Twitter because you're never going to see him. It's almost like its own version of Twitter anonymity where people just, yes. you can't touch me. I'm Skip Bayless and I'm on TV. Yes. I just say what it takes if to. If you had a microphone and you went and actually, actually said in the locker room with a microphone in his face, he'd be like, hey, 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 I heard what you said, dog. Right. And the attitude would change. A lot of stuff that they can't take. What about the contemporaries within the athletic world that talk about each other, that run to reporters behind the scenes, literally giving us information to talk about, about their own colleagues? Nobody brings that up. Nobody brings up the fact that these same guys that talk all of this smack, that get all sensitive, actually want to come and do what we're doing when all is said and done. Number three, did you question Howard Cosell when he didn't box? Did you question uh, Bob Costas when he didn't play baseball? Did you question Jeff Van Gogh? First of all, a lot of people question them. So I don't know why yes, he thinks they that, did. that nobody's questioning these people. A lot of people question them constantly. People don't like Bob Costas. They think he's a smug, uptight asshole who is way too opinionated. Um, people even question uh, Howard Cosell to some extent, but Howard Cosell... You know, um, was actually in on the gag with uh, some play- with Muhammad Ali and certain other people. Mm-hmm. Um, people question Jeff Van Gundy all the time. None of these people are above approach. Mm-hmm. Or Stan Van Gundy when they never played. The That's game. a difference. And he also, if you pay attention, he also just put Skip Bayless in the category of Howard Cosell, Bob Costas. And all these people. Skip Bayless is just a fucking blowhard on TV every day promoting himself and with his egregious opinions more than anything else. Like, he's actually known because he's kind of like the world's troll. He's the sports troll. Yeah. Says something to get a reaction out of everybody. So now you want to just say, that's what Howard Cassell was doing. That's what nobody has integrity. It's only, you know, everybody's the same as Skip. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, he's changing the subject. And, he, and he's not making any points. He's just yelling. Yeah, that's what he do, though. Type a of me- plethora of individuals in the world of sports. Hold on. That's there a different a type of, of media, Steve. In the world of sports. That's Hold a on. different type. Hold we live, we live in the media that, cycle I'm now. I'm not debating that. Where they're talking heads 24-7, 365. I let you talk. I let you talk. Let me talk. What I'm saying is I'm not disputing that. All I'm trying to say to you is, is that there are plenty of people who want to come here and do what we do. Now, you've got people that are professional athletes that sit there and say, well, you know what, a journalist, you're giving your opinions, your name calling or whatever the case may be, which is something I don't name call, but they say, oh, you know what, this is what they do. Nigga, what? Yeah, he's lying. He does. Okay, all right. Stephen A. Smith does a different type of name calling. Yes, he he, does. Like, he'll say your name with such disdain that, like, Slavonico and shit like that, you know what I mean? Or, you know, know, if he doesn't like a certain, Russell West, Brook. Russell, he like he'll say it like that, or he'll call people straight up scrub or something like that. So, he, I mean, people. I'm not saying it's the most egregious shit in the world, but it is name calling. He just doesn't want to own that, you know, to win the argument. What? When they? What? Why do they want to do this job? Because they want to get paid. And behind these very contemporaries and colleagues' backs, they go and they. Okay. Now, if you follow the logic, of what he's saying. Athletes, he's saying, want to do his job and Skip Bayless's job because yes. they, they want to get paid. Um, athletes make more than you, dog. Yes, they do. Second of all, you say the only reason they're hating on you is out of jealousy. But technically, if let's get back to the original topic. Skip Bayless, whose career he's saying was submarined at an early age by bad coaches and his inability to mm. pass the ball. Um, which to me just sounds like he was a huge asshole who wasn't as good as he thought, but, yep. but 
he's saying that he wanted to be an athlete and that's actually what propelled him into his job where he does nothing but criticize athletes 24 mm-hmm. 7 so like how can how did that get lost in the shuffle when now it's you've turned it into no the athletes want to be us that that's the whole uh, his whole hit put like this they rung him in just to derail the whole conversation and get it off of skip yeah. bayless she now it's about nothing different now that now that skip bayless has had the low blow thrown on him that he throws on every player it, yes it's become a question of journalistic integrity and ethics but when that's never what the conversation was about the conversation was why you lying dog yes and you why you calling out people and don't expect people to say shit back to you you got 30 years in the journalism and columnist business but um somehow you don't know how to completely describe what you need to describe in your tweets mm, he didn't want to say it you, you can only put five percent of the story out there and just hope it just sits and nobody questions it it do the same thing it's hypocrisy so when you look at the twitter world or anybody else and any of the things that they have to say tell them to go kick rocks because really what they want to do is they want to do what we're doing and because they're not in this position to do what they're doing they got a problem you know how many people want your job galen that's working in the nba right now that's that's playing in the nba that are starving to come for your job so they can mind they can whine moan and do the same kind of things they talk about me all the time all right I went to Winston-Salem State. I didn't play much, cracked my kneecap in half my first year. But I learned the game from Big House Games. I learned the game from John McClendon, two names that were responsible for integrating the sport of basketball. Nigga, nobody was talking to you. No, and nobody was talking about you. You wasn't on Twitter talking about, I know what I'm talking about with Russell Westbrook because I averaged 47 points my senior year and then got caught to be a fucking lie. Yes, you about there to defend Skip Bayless because the whole time, yeah, they got him on like a three- uh, screenshot the whole time Skip Bader's just being quiet and shaking his head yeah. and it's because he he bought you there to defend him sicking him on Jalen Rose like a dog and shit yes he is meanwhile he just barking and ain't saying nothing I ain't saying a damn thing I learned from John Chaney and then after that I covered Larry Brown every day for seven years that's Big House Gage, John McClendon, for John Cheney, and Larry <laughs> I don't care what anybody has to say, and neither should y'all. Stop worrying about the Twitter world. Tell them to go kick rocks. If it was, if we weren't on television, I'd show you what to say to them, okay? If you could get my drift. Stop worrying about all of that nonsense. Why keep making we threats? We are doing what we do. If they don't like it, get over it. We ain't I, here to make friends. We're here to tell it like it is. Let's but move on. I want you guys to understand Stop something, though. wasting our time though. with this nonsense. This is a national forum, and uh, when you talk so, about somebody's character, so, you talk about that ain't a fucking game, argument. when you question their integrity, that's their likeness. That's how they eat. That's how they... And you don't see Jalen Rose... Raising his voice. And hollering. Let's and move yelling. on with this. Because he don't want to be bought. Yeah. I said what I had to say. Now just let it go. Like, yeah. shut up. Feed their family. And, Stephen, I'm going to give you Hold an example. Jaylen. You have. it's all love. I'm going to give you an you example. Have? I'm going to give you an example. How do you think Kwame Brown feels when you say Kwame? How do you think Rosho Nesterovic feels when you say Rosho? How do you think Tiago Splitter okay. feels when you say his do name Do I get to way? answer this, or is these, are these rhetorical questions? Sure, go ahead. Do I get to answer it, or are they just rhetorical questions? Go ahead. Let me tell you something right now. Kwame, all right, I'm going to tell you why I say Kwame Brown or Rosho the Slava Slava Medvedenko. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Because you're Kwame Brown. You're seven feet tall. You're the number one overall draft pick, okay? Jalen Rose came into this league. Reggie Miller came into this league, a plethora of other, of other individuals that understood the privileged position that they were in. 
You come into this league. You oh, so they don't? Right. Oh, stop, stop. So if you're not good, as good as the best players ever, then you don't understand your position in the league. In the no, and, and it's the same. Like, and that's the thing. Jalen Rose calling him out too. Like he said, how do you think these players feel when you purposely mispronounce their names? Like yeah. you might not do it like Skip Bayless, but you, in your own derogatory way, take stabs at them. Yeah, they don't bother you because they don't care. But it's just the it's just the fact that if they did, you would just holler at them. You wouldn't right. even let them get their point across. Well, it's, it's right, exactly. And then when he called your man Water Pistol Pete. He didn't ignore it. He didn't just walk away. He didn't uh, accept that that all this other shit that you're talking about. He didn't do that. He he had to get you and the rest of the crew to do a whole fucking show on this. Mm-hmm. You came in without the ability to do nice footwork, to pass, to rebound, to defend, to score points, or whatever the case may be. And it's a decade later, and you're still that dude. You never work and put forth your due diligence in order to take advantage of the privilege opportunity that you were in. And when I see that level of consistency, consistency as it pertains to an aptitude, I'm going to call somebody out. I saw you come here at ESPN, Jalen. I didn't see you do anything differently. I see you on sports and all over the place. If a dude is playing like garbage, you don't sit there and point out he's playing like garbage? Of course I do. You don't I sit do, there and but, point out how but, he's but, not but, living up to expectation? I don't want to get away from... What we're talking about, because that's that's what makes this. Oh, work. I'm saying on the point. I'm right here. Form. But I'm there, right here. there's a difference between reporting what you see in the box score at the game, or like Steve Stephen A. Smith literally argues like he should be in a Tyler Perry movie. Ah, <laughs> doesn't he though? Like, Shaquata, a, Shaquata, we ain't talking about this shit no more. Like in a dress though, not even as a dude in a dress. <laughs> playing the angry sassy stereotypical black woman like that's how he he gives me that same headache that when i see one one of those stereotypical roles and i just go see this is why i don't watch this shit yes oh, we almost done y'all like if i make but he the, is a well, scrub. not if he's a scrub no, no, you know no. it I, I, kwame brown may be a scrub compared to shaquille o'neal but it's only 450 jobs in the NBA. Say that again. So for him to play but that's seven, who we're so now your job is to no, be the defender no, no, of the, no, my of the job, league and my chapter no, of the league. My job is to be a realist. And there are 30 teams. There are 15 oh, and, jobs. And, and, it's not and if he's able to maintain one of those jobs for 10 years, there's no way he could be a scrub. Relatively, he's a scrub. No, what? no he what? can't be. Are you? If, did if, you if, just if, say if, that with if, a straight face? If, if he, did you do, just say do, that with a straight do you face? Guys, do you guys realize that somebody's paying him millions of dollars to play basketball? Unfortunately, <laughs> That's they why they mad. Yes. Why, why why, when he says, unfortunately, they are, that's why you mad. And you and, and I'm, I'm ending it here, but that's the whole point of this debate to me is you can't say on one on one hand, people are jealous of us for giving our opinions and being making money. And you make a and fraction. Then turn, and then turn around and hate these athletes that really – Without them, you ain't shit, and and, and you wouldn't have under report, right? And you you got your feelings hurt, so you had to go call your step dog, whatever, to come in your lap dog, and sick him on uh fucking Stephen A. Smith. I mean, mean Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, he had to call in Stephen A. Smith to stick him on Jalen Rose. Like that was his. So your feelings got hurt, and you need to do an entire show about journalistic integrity, integrity, and how things are supposed to run. But somehow these athletes are supposed to never let you get to them, though, right? Anyway. All right, moving on, man. We need to watch that that flavor out of, out of our mouth. So, Karen, have you uh, have you heard this already? Crispy chicken. Hey, 
We got another breakdown. What is going on with this video? I feel like this should be Stephen A. Smith's theme song. <laughs> like every time he come on and be like, hold on, you gonna listen to me. You, I got to explain myself. Now Skip is a good white man. And you gonna stop talking about Master, I mean, Mr. Skip like that. In a flower tortilla. Got a chorus too? <laughs> oh shit. Let's go. He should have been the one who did the commercial. Yo, they need to find this nigga. Chicken. This sound like some shit they danced to at the club. We didn't care what the shit it was. Crispy chickens, number one on the charts. Y'all know y'all like that chicken. Don't touch that dial. It's got grease on it. We'll be right back with crispy chicken. I'm mad it sound like he took uh, Jesus out and put chicken. Crispy Jesus. Because <laughs> it's been so good to me. I feel it in the bottom of my feet. Like, come on, I think he was talking about Jesus. I know white people be laughing. The whole R&B song go with chicken. Mm-hmm. It's sad because in my mind, when I bite the chicken, this is how I feel. So I can't even be mad at him. Oh shit! Yeah, girl. Like yeah, clap his hands and say thank you, Jesus. Crispy chicken, Karen. Yes. See that, and you know what? I can't be mad at it. No, that was actually beautifully done. You know, even that part where he did the the living just enough for the city, harmonizing at the end. <laughs> even that shit. Um, I got another clip to play, man. This is a this is a good one too. Um, you know, Kanye West came out with that song. We played a little bit of it last uh, episode. Yes. Uh, Theraflu. You know, I don't. Uh, maybe I can look up another uh, look. Uh, look it up for you guys so you can hear it again. But um, "Theraflu" by Kanye West is the one where he's 
talking uh, about dating Kim Kardashian is mink is driving dragging down to the floor mm-hmm. and as soon as I heard that I said yeah Peter, Peter gonna be on there I asked where Peter was yeah Peter got mad we talked mm-hmm. about that um, but uh, I'll, I'll play some more of it uh, for those who need a reminder of the song uh, can the headphones go loud Kanye West can a young nigga get money anymore? Tell Peter my mink is dragging on the floor. Can I have a bad bitch without no flaws? Come to meet me without no draws. Dinner with Anna Winter, racing with Anya Rubik. I told you motherfuckers it was more than the music in the projects one day. The project runway. I can listen to it all day. Well, I know somebody else that can listen to it all day, man. Uh-oh. And uh, this man dropped his own review of the, People, of the album. I just had the Terra Flu song and I just had to do this review. That song is awesome. I love this song in 10,000 different ways. First of all, I always used to tell my friends, hey, I respect Wiz Khalifa because, you know, people are talking about Ambrose is this, Ambrose is that, and can you eat this, this, this. He, uh, he said, um, he respect Wiz Khalifa because people are talking about Amber Rose is this, Amber Rose is that, but, you know, he just, he don't care. Okay? You understand, Karen? <laughs> yes. This to Ambrose, but Wiz doesn't care, and he loves the chick, so I respect that. And Kanye West said the same thing in the song. So I love that. And I like that Kanye West respect him. And when you go to all these blogs, you search Kanye West. All they talk about is Kanye West is in love with Kim Kardashian. Kanye West, Kim Kardashian. Oh, God. Now he's coming out saying, so what? God damn it. I love Kim Kardashian. <laughs> oh, he is so sincere. He means every word of this yes, shit. Yes, he does. So what? God I like how he's whispering like his mama in the other room. She though. might be. So what? <laughs> God damn it. I love Kim Kardashian. That is so much work. I want to kill myself for not having that much work. <laughs> <laughs> that's my, yo, that's like my second favorite part uh, of this whole shit. That is so much work. Not having that much work. Oh, I gotta hear that part again. Damn it. I love Kim Kardashian. That is so much work. I want to kill myself for not having that much work. And he's saying, Loki, I didn't have Jay drop him from the team. He's referring to Chris Humphries because Chris Humphries is playing in the same thing that Jay-Z kind of own, owns part of the team. So Jay-Z can drop him from the team. And he did not do that. And he could have done it. And when I go to... <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is classic. Oh. Oh, oh, I wish I could see this. I face. need him to explain everything. I, can we get this dude just a channel <laughs> explaining all the music in the world? Because I want to uh, watch it all, man. Oh God, this is classic. I need him to be like a big crit. He's saying he will come over because he cannot sleep, but she will help him go to sleep because sleep is in her vagina. Because when he has sex with her, he will go to sleep because he will release all of his semen. <laughs> that is that is so much swag. Kanye West songs, I see hate comments. I'm like, 
But if you don't like his music, why don't you make your own music that you like? Why are you hating on him? He's just making music that some people like me like. If you don't like it, go away and make music that people will like. And Kanye West said the same thing on this song. If you can do it better than me, why don't you do it? Hello? Why do I feel like he works at McDowell's, man? Why? <laughs> he does. Ah, ah. Why, why, uh huh. Why, why do I just got a red shirt now? Why do I want to pull out my shotgun and put my put it in the nose of Louis Anderson, man? Ah. And Kanye West is going after Peter here, dissing them hard. Tell Peter my mink is dragging on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh. goodness. <laughs> I need him to do karaoke to this song. Though. Oh, this be classic. Tell Peter my meek is dragging on the floor. Peter will be pissed at that. And they will come after Kanye West with all their goats and hens and chickens. All <laughs> they, save, they will just vomit on Kanye West. I'm telling you that Peter will come after Kanye West. I like Peter, but the thing is, it's kind of connected because... Peter is always going after Kim Kardashian, bashing Kim Kardashian, bashing Kim Kardashian, every chance they get. And now Kanye West is still giving them the middle finger just like that. My mink on the floor. Awesome. But I like Peter. So I love that this song has confirmed a lot of things I've been saying about Kanye West. I like Peter. I like Kanye West. I like Kim Kardashian's ass. I like Peter. <laughs> I like Wiz Khalifa. Everything in the same song. This is my song. I've been listening to this song whole day, man. Kanye West is just projecting his swag in this whole song. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Just projecting. I don't care. Like a missile. His swag <laughs> is just going up with the I don't care relics. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. This song is fucking awesome. This is what it makes me do. He put the headphones on, right? He started dancing. The nigga knocked down his TV antenna. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> if only music can make us all feel that way, man. Yes. Uh, oh, be- before we go on the topics, yeah. I wanted to say something. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck um, or the pollen. Fuck the pollen. Yes, fuck the pollen, cause uh, it's fucking with my nose and my breathing, oh. and mess with my eyes. And um, if I had a dick, pollen could suck it. <laughs> Did you take the Claritin and stuff? I did, and I'm still stopped up. Oh, uh, well, you fighting through it for the team, Karen. I am. What you doing? Good. You doing fucking awesome. You have so much swag. Um, all right, it's time to play the game, people. The game you've all been waiting for. We know you didn't care about the podcast, and you don't give a fuck about <laughs> no. Stephen A. Smith, Jalen Rose. <laughs> this None is of that everybody shit been waiting to you. on. You don't care. None. Of, the only thing that matters to you is this game. Guess, Guess the, the race. race. And I think Mayor Shadyville is in the house this time, so I don't want to hear no excuses about it. I I need him to start guessing some races and see if he's racist or not. Um, <laughs> first story. Teen arrested for driving into a crowd of people. Teen? Mm-hmm. St. Petersburg, Florida. Oh, Florida. Oh, Florida. Police say a woman faces attempted murder. Charges after she dro- she drove her car into a crowd of people hitting at least three. Woo! 18-year-old Shatavia Hall. 
Guess the race. Guess the race, y'all. Was reportedly involved in an outdoors brawl with several other people Thursday night. After the fight broke up, police say Hall and her sister got in a car and then drove back toward the group of people that had remained. Several people were struck by the car, including a 70-year-old man and a 13-year-old boy. Damn. So, the the three other three people you hit, 70-year-old and a 13-year-old. I, I bet money they weren't involved in that fight. At all. Right? There was just a couple people with really high GPAs that somehow <laughs> got caught up in the in the, uh, the side. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so. All they was out there doing was eating their cheese sandwiches and you took them in there and hit it with cars. Come on. Yeah. And, of course, they don't give a fuck. Why? Because they teens. Teens are the worst people in the world. In the ah. world. Everybody knows this. The subhuman teenagers um several people were struck by the car including seven-year-old and 13-year-old investigators said a boy was flipped over the vehicle but no one was seriously injured hall was arrested and charged with three counts of attempted murder she is currently being held in pinellas county jail mm, so guess the race people let's yes. go to the chat room we have no guests today so let's just see what it says here <clears throat> romney supporter cheese enthusiast that's a uh, code for white people Nigga, 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 rocking everywhere. Fawn says. Ah! Uh, zoo buyer. Monster Muncher. Colored. J4 says. Black says Keith. Bojangling. Neg, neg. Are YT. Tyler Perry. Watcher. Nigga. Correct answer? Black person. So, the Tyler Perry watchers have it. Shatavia Hall. You should have known ah. by the first day. Shatavia. Yes. Shatavia Hall. No, not too many cheese eating Shatavias out there. Nope. Um, this one is not against the race because we don't have a race for this. This is just fucked up. Uh oh. Pitbull. Not the, 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 the rapper. A dog, <laughs> a dog attack in Baxter County has police asking questions and the local Humane Society preaching honesty when filling out adoption papers. The attack was done by a nine-month-old pit bull on a three-year-old child. Because it was a pit bull and a child was in the home, the Northeast Arkansas Humane Society says the dog never should have been in the home in the first place. Because, obviously, there are types of dogs and sizes of dogs that wouldn't be appropriate for homes with toddlers. True. Said Margaret Shepard, the executive director of the Humane Society. She says that anyone that wants to adopt a dog in Jonesboro must fill out a three-page application and answer questions. Shepard says it is amazing how many people lie on those applications. I believe that because they just want a fucking animal. Fake addresses, fake phone numbers, fake employers. But we, uh, we have ways to find out before they go home. According to the Baxter County Sheriff's Department, Amber Moody lied on her adoption application about having kids in the home in order to get a pit bull. Oh. I always worry about people who obsess over, like, I have to have a pit bull. Like, I just don't like pit bulls like that. It's like, it's like, you, it's almost like they look at the dog like owning a gun. People that own pits. It's like, I need something to scare the shit out of people. And the thing about it is that they're all not aggressive, but just, but, but that breed has been known to attack and there's other breeds too. I just don't like animals, period, because they're unpredictable. Yeah, well, I racially profile the shit out of pit bulls. I profile animals. Just, Sue just, me. I see pit bull, I'm like, yo, put like get this. that the fuck away from you me. You got four legs, I got two legs, I lose. 
yeah um i know the difference it's some that's why certain complexes you know apartment complexes you can have a dog but not these dogs it's not a fucking yeah you know it's not just them being jerks it's fucking coincidentally growing up my whole life you know out charlotte north carolina you know you play outdoors a lot the dogs that attack people, the dogs that chase us and, and try to bit us, true. Uh, are pit, always Shih Tzus, Pit Bulls, Rottweilers, yes, that Doberman Pinchers. It's not a fucking, um, it's not a coincidence, y'all. <clears throat> um, anyway, uh, and, and then the people that own them, man, they try to treat them like regular ass dogs, and they not. Mm-hmm. It's like owning a gun. You don't just bring out a gun like, hey, man, look at this. That's how I look at it when you bring your pit bull in the room. Like, hey, man, hold, want to hold it? No, nigga. No. And Put that then, shit in the bathroom no, and, and lock the door. My thing is, that motherfucker growling and barking at me. Yeah. He won't bite. Nigga, he got teeth. He chew his food, he will bite my ass. Yeah, he won't bite you. That's right, you. I'm have, not I you. I don't have years of feeding him to to, to rely upon. You know? Uh, anyway, so... um. Roughly one month later, the dog attacked Moody's three-year-old son, severely injuring him. Now, I think she should be charged with something. Yes, she should. She lied. To me, this is like bringing a gun in the home and not putting a child lock on it. And lying about having children at home to get the gun, you know? Shepard says it is important to match a dog to the family or prospective owner. If a dog is overly playful, it could injure a small child or trip an older person. So we try to be very specific when we ask questions about where the dog is going. Many towns around Jonesboro specifically forbid a pit bull going into a home where there are children. Yes. You know, and there's got to be a reason for that, man. Uh, I mean, at least to me, it seems like... Obviously, there's a reason for this, man. This, they're not just making this shit up on the top yeah, of their head. Yeah, people go, oh, it's an animal. Yeah, but but I've learned just from talking to people that have animals, certain dogs have different personalities. Like they said, they have some dogs that are very energetic, some dogs that are not, some dogs that, some breeds that are more um, uh, active or more aggressive. And my thing is that your baby ended up getting attacked because you want to fucking lie about getting a dog. You could have got another breed of dog. Right, and the thing is, you get it because you got it because it's aggressive you know what i mean it's okay. not like these people are getting these dogs and they're like oh no i just want this dog because blah 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 it's like no i got the dog because it's an aggressive dog and i want to own this aggressive dog that's why i didn't want to go get a chihuahua or whatever the fuck they'll laugh at you if they find out you got a little dog you know so you know these they they want an aggressive dog it makes them feel more manly more protected more whatever but when it's eating your fucking three-year-old's face off then all of a sudden it's like oh maybe this is a bad idea uh let's see shepherd says if a dog is sleeping and a child goes and jumps on it it doesn't even know who jumped on his first reaction is to turn around and snap true and this is and the thing is somebody might be like oh this woman's fucked up she don't know she's She's from the humane society she don't want to kill no dogs dog Yes, her so goal he, is to get a dog into a happy home and she's like yo this shit can be dangerous stop taking these dogs into your is, home with kids and she's probably been around a dog long enough to know the dog's characteristics and go hey if you do this shit this is how this dog is going to respond alright time to get back to get, guess the race Okay. a 19 year old Charleston woman faces false informing and alcohol charges after authorities say she called in a phony robbery in order to get her boyfriend released from a traffic stop. Wow. Hey, girl, they just pulled me over. Can you, um... Ah! Can you call 911? What, you need some help? No, no, no. I mean, call and tell them that you're getting robbed or something. Just tell... Just report a rape right, like, a couple blocks away from here. He'll have to leave. Um... 
A Porter County Sheriff's Department officer stopped Nicholas Petrovic, 19, of Charleston for a traffic infraction early Sunday on McCool Road, just south of US 6 in the South Haven area. Petrovic said he was supposed to meet his girlfriend at a nearby McDonald's, but she called and told him that, uh, to meet her at the Portage 16 movie theater instead. Officer said the man acted nervously and smelled of marijuana. As the officer was called for backup, dispatchers reported an armed robbery of a woman in the parking lot at a nearby bank. The officer ended the traffic stop and went to the bank but found no one. Oh. So you know what that means. It means as he was being pulled over, he hopped on his phone and was like, I need you to, I'm getting pulled over. I need you to call in a fake robbery and then they're going to come to check on it and then they'll let me go. So he went there, he found nobody was there, right? The officer then went to the movie theater where he found Petrovic in the parking lot like a dumbass and asked him, because you don't want to go to where the officer expects you to be. Like, now you go somewhere else, dummy, because if, if you oh, get so caught in the line. going to the movie theaters. They literally, they really went to the movie theater. Um, the officer went to the movie theater where he found Petrovic in the parking lot, asked him for his girlfriend's phone number. <gasps> Petrovic's like, are you trying to push up on my woman? No. Nah. He was like, Ah! The officer said the number matched that of the phony 911 call. Petrovich called the officer right before the stop. He told his girlfriend he was getting pulled over and might go to jail. Uh, authorities said Petrovich admitted to drinking earlier in the evening and was taken to jail on an alcohol charge. Officers later met with his girlfriend, Carly Fink, 19, at her home, where she reportedly admitted to officers she called in a phony robbery so the officer would let her boyfriend go. Authorities said she also smelled of alcohol and was arrested. Well, damn. Well, I'm glad you got good sense because, nigga, you called me talking about you about to go to jail. I was like, well, baby, I don't know what to tell you. Well, according to the chat room, Petrovic probably could shoot a three-pointer. Ah! Lottery winner still on welfare, cracker person. Saltine. Saltine. Uh, Kaiser Sose, too much research, white. Uh, Dog kissers. Getcher wearers, white, Prius owner, white. Okay, correct answer is white. The whites have it. Yes, they do. I don't think anybody guessed anything other than white. I mean, because who's going to call the cops for help if you black? Hey, I'm getting robbed and hello? Like, we know we hello? know, we know the law. <laughs> no, it, I, it would not. It would just be like, hey, I'm getting robbed in the parking lot. Hello? <laughs> Excuse ah! me? Oh, can y'all... Um, That'll be the end of the call. Uh, they're raping me too. Can you... Uh, all right, they just shot my child. Oh, oh, no. All right. See y'all. See y'all next week. Yeah. I'll, I'll be right here. Just stay on the line, huh? Okay. They just stole my phone. <laughs> like, oh, where's, uh, where are you being robbed at, ma'am? I'm over half of West Boulevard and Martin Luther. Hello? <laughs> Excuse, um, uh, officer? I need, I still need assistance. No, that ain't happening. It is an unthinkable crime, a mother harming her child. But Shreveport police say a woman did just that, and now her 10-month-old is in the hospital. KTBS3's Craig Sims joins us from our newsroom now with more. So, Craig, first of all, what about the child's... Shreveport Police PI, uh, uh, PIO Bill Gooden says the child is in stable condition at the LSU Health Center. And the mother is in deep trouble tonight. Police say 29-year-old Carmen Paul got angry and threw her child through an open car window <gasps> to the father, Felton Hall. It took place in front of this house on Nash. Threw, him, threw her child through an open car window to his father. Catch. Street on Saturday. During the incident, the child suffered a massive head injury. Hall took his child to Willis-Knighton, where police were called. The child was later taken to LSU. 
Police say Paul is being charged with second-degree cruelty to a juvenile, but that could change. The investigation at this hour is still ongoing, uh, and depending on the child's condition or what ultimately ends up happening, those charges could be amended, but at this point, that's what she's charged with. Jerry, the child suffered a fractured skull and bleeding on the brain. Damn. Again, he or she, police couldn't tell us, is in stable condition. Well, we'll hope for a full recovery for that little child. Craig, thanks very much. And by the way, uh, Paul and the child's father were arguing about money when that all happened. And uh, also, by the way, Paul, uh, guess the race. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, we're not playing that. Okay. No. Uh, well, guess but the we race. Because we are playing that. Let's see what people have. Cheese eating mom, nigga dad. Wow, that's just messed up. Crack smoker of race. Disown nigga love. Ver chip limbo scraper ignorance. Miss sweet brown kid folks. White mama black daddy. Apache Indian. <laughs> Cracker if she was black it would have been a murder charge. Phone posit where it's real. Black ass chicken eater. Wow. Ch Chonigian. Well, the correct answer is a black woman. It was sad. Uh, I knew it was a black woman before I even saw it because uh, it, they said baby injured by mother. And I know that that is a subliminal hit for baby mother. They want you to read baby mama. Mm-hmm. Oh, good one. That's right. And you say I'm racist. Good one. I just know how the news works. You would have said, well, I could tell <laughs> that she's a greasy lip person and... Uh, <laughs> Clearly has a big nose. I can just tell by reading the font. Yep. Rayshawn Laster has pleaded guilty to fatally shooting his mother in the head late last year. Which was pretty uh, pretty much his only option since in the immediate aftermath of the slaying, he texted a confession and admitted on his Facebook page that he'd done something unforgivable. Colorado Springs Department uh, Police Department in, uh, identifies Lester as a gang member. Last September, he and two men were arrested with a stolen gun in a car, 265 grams of marijuana, and three underage girls. God damn. damn. As we call that in the projects, a triple-double. Yes, that is. Cops got another call on Laster December 30th. Seems he got into an argument with his mother, Brenda Laster-Taylor, 49. One concerning enough to her that she called the authorities. By the time officers arrived, he'd already split. But the Colorado Springs Gazette reports that he allegedly returned around 7.30 p.m. and shot his mom in the head while she talked on her cell phone. Woo. Afterward, Laster said, is said to have sent a text to a neighbor that read, I killed Brenda. While he didn't repeat this phrase on his Facebook page, he shared a number of other highly pointed sentiments. They include, I'm sorry for nothing. My journey has come to an, to an end. Man. Even Eminem said he was sorry, mama. You know? A lot of people will never understand why. Only a few knew the truth. Life goes on. Solid. Like this comment. Ha! Ah! Yeah, yeah. 250 likes. Yeah, then he liked it himself. <laughs> ah! How you gonna say like? How you gonna end it with life goes on? That's how you know you crazy shit. Just killed my mama. Life goes on. Yes, it does. <laughs> Don't you just hate Mondays? Mama side. Ah! hashtag solid thank you everything thank you for everything you have ever did for me you will never forgive me that i know but i'm not asking for that just know i love you i don't know if that's to his mama the other people that's alive oh my goodness uh that lester had time for facebook and in the hours after the shooting is remarkable given he apparently tried to f 
and failed to carjack a vehicle outside of a tavern. Tried and failed. Was he like tweeting that live tweeting his carjacking? You streaming it? Yeah. Nigga just pulled up to the light. Looks like the windows are down. Hashtag carjack. He. <laughs> 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 What's the hashtag? Kill my mama. Should I steal this Beamer or should I steal this '85 Honda Accord? Like my status. He couldn't. Get, he couldn't get the vehicle to start and was subject to a sweeping dragnet. Uh, was the subject of a sweeping dragnet. Still, he kindly kept his Facebook followers informed around 10:20 p.m. that evening. For instance, he wrote, "They are all over, everywhere around me, so it's only a matter of time." And he was right. By early the next morning, Laster was in police custody, a situation that no doubt made engaging in social media difficult. He's like, well, can I at least, can I at least get on my MySpace page in jail? Yeah. Can I at least do a full squares? I want to be the mayor of this car. (laughs) Can I be the mayor of patrol car 654? And now he's pleaded guilty to first degree murder. He'll have to bid farewell to his Facebook friends once more and for all. And my thing is this. Guess the race. Go ahead, Karen. Facebook has made so many people stupid. They be, uh, no, no, no. Take it back. They were already stupid. Facebook just made them publicly stupid. And now we can like it. Yes. Okay, let's see what I everybody stupid. says. Like it. Uh, he refers to his mom by her first name, so he must be a rich cracker. Uh, that's how you know they're white. Did I say Gouda Gobbler? I just want to hear Rod say that shit. Uh, <laughs> saltine chardonnay sipper citizen of idaho white tall tea wearer purple drink drinker white by nick nick jew glass of milk. milk well guess what people <laughs> mayor shadyville he was black he sure oh, was the home team won oh you're welcome mayor shadyville up top man where my white folks at <laughs> He was a black person. Yes, he was. Killed his own mama and was Facebooking about it. Yes. For shame. For shame. Police. <laughs> I never, this, never ends well with this that. Is my, this is my favorite, my favorite headline of the day. Dilla tied 89 bags to penis, peed at the station. <gasps> yep. Okay, okay, is this something I don't understand? Are these bags small? Listen. I, I mean, it's guess the race, but he had 89 bags to his penis. I mean, come on. It's not Asian. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I apologize. <laughs> I'm just joking. You can tie a bunch of bags of tentacles. Four cloth police. Ah! Corporal Christopher Eiserman has seen a lot during his 14 years as a cop in Delaware County. An alleged Philly drug dealer standing in the station with 89 bags of dope hanging from his schlong was not one of them. No. Not until he met Ray Woods Friday night. <laughs> 89 bags of drugs on my balls. 89 bags of drugs. Take one down. And pass it. it around. 88 bags of drugs on my balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that guy, Eisenman said. Yes. When I called this afternoon to ask about Woods, 23, a resident of city's Eastwick se- se- section, awaiting his prim- preliminary hearing on drug charges. Eisenman said another officer was on routine patrol Friday when he pulled Woods over for a broken rear taillight and found marijuana in the car. Or as we like to call it, Driving while black and then broke his tail light. <laughs> <laughs> when the officer says, Oh, you got a broke tail light, I see. Crash. Yeah. What's, what you doing around here, boy? 
before placing him in a police cruiser, he discovered a large bulge in the front of his pants. And he said, mm, what do we have here? Are you happy to see me? Yeah. Are you, <laughs> are you happy to go to jail? Or, or is that a 89 bags of, of drugs tied to your balls? Is that my nice stick in your pants? Yeah. Uh, he, st- he stopped him for a traffic violation and one thing led to another. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. I need to break out the music for this man. I didn't know he was. I know this I is getting no sexy. This article was going here. <laughs> I thought this was. I thought we was pretty safe to uh, just talk about this. I didn't know he was gonna be uh, getting into it like this. So yeah, <clears throat> he stopped him for the traffic violation, and one thing led to another. <laughs> Back at the station, Osman uh-huh. said police discovered that Woods had tied a large plastic bag around his penis. Oh, shit, now. That contained a whopping eight and nine bags of suspected heroin and cocaine. And then, things got messy. Uh-oh. I tried to remove it. Unfortunately, I don't know if I was if it was nervousness or not. But you gotta be nervous to be around all that dick. But he started urinating all over. My body. <laughs> While it wasn't exactly what Eastman had in mind, well, he started his shift on Friday. Well, you know, some days you have a hard day at work. You know, it's the end of the week. Yeah. But it wasn't what he had in mind when he woke up that Friday morning. You think he got pissed on and he pulled a Danny Glover? I'm getting too old for this piss. Ah. He couldn't help but chuckle at the ingenuity or, or lack thereof of street-level drug dealers. In 14 years, I've seen it down their pants, in their ass, but I've never seen it tied to the penis, he said. I couldn't believe it. As I sucked that whole thing dry, I mean, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I guess they figured the police officers aren't going to check them down in that area. As for whizzing in the police station, Eisenman said it did not result in additional charges. I don't think he did it intentionally. I think he was nervous. He knew the jig was up. Yep. All right, man. Oh, Guess the race, guys. But, but then do you think his heroin and stuff was pissy? Yeah, he probably, he probably had some terrible urine in his heroin. Yeah. Put the urine in heroin. Uh, let's see. Uh, A-Rod just made me spit my coffee. Haven't heard meet people like this in a long time. <laughs> All right, uh, NFL token first interview, black drum player, black black. Everybody's going with black on this one. I, yeah, black African Negro. Yeah, I didn't think we were gonna get too much <laughs> diversity on this one. Not on this one. Correct answer is black. So uh, yeah, it's pretty easy. Pretty easy. Um, some of them are gimmies, you know. Uh, <laughs> guess the race on this one. A man has been charged with a series of sex offenses after allegedly pretending to be Justin Bieber to lure children over Facebook. <gasps> well, Karen, it's, it's like unbelievable. Justin Bieber would have time. The, the the sad part is this nigga looks nothing like Justin Bieber at all. He's an old ass man. He got a beard and shit. <laughs> He's old as fuck. Justin Bieber looked like he's eight. Come on, dog. Leo uh, Lee Moore, 34, is accused of contacting a 12-year-old girl through Facebook under the guise of the pop star, pop star and forcing her to perform sex acts on a webcam. Now, I don't know about forcing. Coercing. 
Yes. Maybe, but forcing like <laughs> if you if you want to see me do some more dancing, you better you better get to put on them titties out. Like I don't know, but, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, 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 Can you really force somebody to do something over the internet? Uh, no. A police report states that Morier uh, from Toronto in Canada, oh Canada, Canada, threatened the victim repeatedly to entice her to perform sex acts on a webcam. The girl complied, and when she eventually ceased communication, the man told her he posted the videos to a pornographic website. Morier allegedly. Attempted to contact children on the social networking site while pretending to be the Canadian singer sensation under the name Justy.Beber.1. Didn't even spell it right. Wow. He also used other aliases, Lee O'Neill and Yoda Yoda 001. Moir was arrested April 4th, according to Toronto Police uh, Service Sex Crimes Unit. He was trapped while trying to meet an undercover officer under the guise of of a 14-year-old child in Toronto. So, wait. He went to physically meet... The, like, dude, the, the jig is up. You're 34. You're going to meet a 14-year-old and you pretend to be Justin Bieber. Like, they're going to know you're not Justin Bieber when you show up. Yes, they are. Who's he going to just go spin around and shit? Never say never. Hey, girl. <laughs> it's me. Yeah, try to talk with a high voice. <clears throat> hey, girl. How you doing? Uh, why, why do you have hair on your face, Justin? Yeah. Where's your hair gel? I'm just going. I mean, I'm just going through a phase. Um, she has been char- uh, He has been charged with a string of offenses, including three counts of luring a child under the age of 16, production and possession of child pornography, extortion, and invitation to sexual touching. Man, so do we really need to guess the race on that one? I got a feeling that you guys know. Uh, let's see here. Uh, white nigga, this dude going to jail forever. White, yeah, I, I mean, uh, yeah, I think the whites was, have it. I don't think a black dude could impersonate. Uh, sorry, Mayor Shadyville, but it's I'm sorry, dog. Some of them just don't go the way these Eastern ones European? go. Eastern European, yeah, yeah, he white, he white. Come on, can you imagine? It would have been even more amazing if a black dude showed up. Ah, oh, that'd have been classic. Never say never, baby. Like what? What? Where's Justin Bieber? Tyrone, get out of here. It's me, Usher. Mm-hmm. Justin Bieber was always my way into little children's pants. Ah! Uh, this dude decl- declared that a rape victim ate chicken in a sexy way. And fellas, I think we've all been there before. Where you just look, you see, you know, you see a woman chowing down on some chicken, and you go, "That's some sexy ass chicken she eating." Am I right, fellas? I guess you take a, she take that first bite of that chicken. You just be looking at her like, mm. damn girl. Why she lick her lips? What's your name? Where you uh? Where you where you from? You is come that, to this KFC often? Is that chicken fried? Damn, the way you suck on that wing just, just take all the meat off that bone, huh? Yes, the way you lick on that bone, girl. Got that grease dripping down your cheek. <laughs> You ain't had to go like that. You ain't had to go thighs deep on him. Ah! Is that a chicken necklace you got on, girl? I see you ain't got no gag factor with that chicken. Um, a former ah! a former army officer accused of being a serial rapist claimed in court today that an alleged victim ate chicken suggestively as she made eye contact with him at a city bar. Like now, what? This is how you know that these fucking rapists have mental issues. Yes, and that they. Because no woman has ever eaten chicken seductively while looking at you across the bar like, come here, big boy. <laughs> I'm tearing these wings up. 
Not unless we both eating chicken. Imagine this, this, this imagine this thighs your dick. Mmm. Oh, God. The way she put the hot food, sauce on Jimmy. it. Yeah. Yeah. I need my dick sucked with hot sauce. It's just, mmm. Yes. Something about it. She put that Frank's red hot sauce and she said she put that shit on everything. Uh, Brian Whitty, 41, denies raping three women and sexually assaulting a fourth between 1995 and last year. The former parachute regiment captain met two of his alleged victims on a dating website and the other two in a pub and a casino. The jury heard, um, Witty, now a city banker, described meeting one woman by chance in the Abacus Bar in 2008. He said he and a female friend were sitting by the counter after a business meeting with the women. Uh, with the woman. Oh, wait. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. He, him and a female friend had just had a business meeting. They were sitting at the counter. Then the woman, Miss C, came in. We noticed her because she was on her own. We thought perhaps somebody was coming to meet her because she ordered some food. Now, see, to me, that sounds like a rapist scoping out somebody by themselves, right? Yes. Asked by Mark Milliken Smith, defending, had you made contact with her by this time? He replied, no, apart from eye contact, we caught each other's eyes. Wow. And imagine if and she might not have been paying his ass no attention. Imagine if you're the victim and you're sitting in court as this dude basically accuses you of coming on to him. For and, eating a fucking piece of chicken. Yeah. He said his friend then commented on the way Miss C was eating her chicken. Looking over, she saw her. She was eating it in a way that replicated a sexual act. It's a piece of chicken. I mean, I mean, what was she doing? Sticking her tongue out and licking up and down the sides of it? I don't understand this. Well, did she stick it in her coochie? What What was the cue? Did she want to fuck you? I don't know the race of the the dude who did it, but the victim definitely must have been black. If she was loving chicken that much, it must have been Mary J. Blige. Stony. Ah. Uh. Let's see. I saw her suggestively eating chicken. I was looking at her and she smiled. She said, What's it in the chicken wrap? He said, <laughs> <laughs> And she stood up on the condiment table. <laughs> All these white kids were raising the roof. Yes. He said he went I to didn't the, know what was going on. <laughs> he said he went to the lavatory and came back to find his friend talking to Miss C. He then brought the group some cocktails. Witty claimed they got on well and that his friend thought Miss C was flirting with him. Three days later, Witty and Miss C met up for drinks in Richmond before going back to his flat where the where it is alleged that he raped her. Witty denied throwing a packet of fried rice over the woman after the alleged attack. He said he ordered Chinese takeaway for them both and they had consensually vigorous sex. So... Somehow she ended with, I guess police got there. She had fried rice on. He's like, Mm-mm, we ordered that. And not my fried rice. She liked to fuck with that fried rice mm-hmm. on her. She a freak. She turned me out with the chicken. We, t- we took it to the next level. Fried rice. Yeah, look at how she eat this chicken. You can't blame mm-hmm. me. That is a new spin on what was she wearing. Right? Fried rice. What was she eating? Chicken. Egg drop soup. Yeah, what was she eating? Chicken. Officer, Triple look at, way, look at the way she was eating that. Okay, you look at that officer tell me she's not asking for it. No woman what would was eat. she eating? Lemon pound cake? Right. No one would eat fried chicken that way. It's insane. No one would eat strawberry shortcake and look at you and smile. Yeah, that's obviously a come on. Right? You can't even enjoy food around this dude. Man, this sure is good. Whoa, get off me. Hold on. I was saying this steak is delicious. Now, and please it, it, put your penis up. Yes, and, 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 and uh, people, they make me mad when they want to blame the victim. A lot of times, nothing. Put it like this. It wouldn't have matter what she had on or what she was wearing. She was eating a piece of chicken, and that made his dick get hard. Baby, there's something wrong. She should have just handed you the chicken and left it, because it sounds like you wanted the chicken more than her. I, I also don't understand how her eating chicken 
is okay when if, if there was a rape three days later yeah if i'm in the jury i'm supposed to go well she was eating that chicken though you know like <laughs> it's like listen we have the evidence we have the semen collected at the scene we have uh evidence of scarring that vaginal bleeding we have bruises on her face and the abdomen it looks like he really was rough and things got out of control i think everybody here is on the same page when i say we've got to vote guilty uh can we get the eyes uh eyes and nays uh everybody who's in favor of voting guilty say aye aye all right everybody that's uh in favor of of innocent say nay nay what <laughs> what um what okay so, let me get that one more time everybody in favor of i say say aye aye all right everybody in favor of innocent just say just say nay nay okay man i got it what what is, what's the problem man what 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 well, I mean, look, man, I understand. We got the, the, the CSI evidence, okay? We got, <laughs> we got the, the, the violence. Right? We got the rice that was thrown on her. I mean, but now technically you said they had vigorous sex and it was consensual. Um, but that's really not what's throwing me off. What's, what's throwing me off is if she didn't want to be raped, why was she eating her chicken that way? You see what I'm saying? Cause you know how sometimes you be, is, is it kind of like how bad comedians be like, chicken. black people eat chicken like this. Like, is it like that? Yeah. Like, people that want to be raped eat chicken like this. She had that sexy chicken look in her eye. This is the worst fucking defense of all time. Yeah, that shows you that a rapist's mind, there's something mentally wrong with them. He claimed he did, uh, well, after they talked, the mood turned sour over a conversation about football, he claimed. He remarked that Portsmouth was a better team than Manchester United. He jokingly told her to fuck off. She took offense and asked him to call her a cab. Keep in mind, this is one of the victims. Like, how you accidentally get accused of four rapes, though? Accidentally? Come on. What's the other one? Well, the other one uh, was actually a hockey conversation. She's a Red Wings fan, and let me tell you something fuck those guys so she said i raped her you know how women do they get mad they accuse you of rape four five six seven every woman you come in contact with you know how it is no i saw her eating some nachos she was deep throating them and i had to do what i had to do out your honor i mean you can't blame me ah he claimed he did so the food arrived he told her to take some of the rice away with her did you throw it at her he said absolutely not but somehow the rice ended up on her right Anyway, yeah. guess the race. Let's see what everybody says about this one. Uh, Chris Hansen, couch dweller. White, he was voluntarily out of, jumping out of a plane. Wait, what are y'all getting that part from? The, oh, did I say he was a plane person? I, I think know. you did, yeah. Caucasianally challenged. He crossed me up and dunked right on me. So I'm assuming that's black. Mm-hmm. Girl, what that mouth do is not a race. Um, nope. Okay, correct answer. White, white dude. He was white. Sorry, Mayor Shadyville. Just it happens like that sometimes. Teenager jailed for stabbing man with sword. Uh oh. Jillian Ballantyne, nineteen, twice thrust a two foot blade into his victim's body after chasing him to his home on September twenty third of last year. Oh shit. He nearly killed the twenty three year old who lost more than a pint of blood before callously muttering cool to an accomplice and fleeing. Last Monday, he was sentenced to 11 years for grievous bodily harm and two years for attempting to pervert the court of justice at Blackfriars Crown Court. Judge John Hillen said it was a cold-blooded attack with a lethal weapon on a young man in his home with life-threatening consequences. Trouble flared when the victim walked past a group of about 15 youths on the Spa Green estate. 
where he lives, a row broke out when Valentine made eye contact and said, What are you looking at? Valentine of Pockington Square, Islington, eventually grabbed the sword and chased his victim through the streets. Judge John Hillen said, You baited the victim. And when he would not engage with you, you drew out a sword. I'd say you baited him like a master. You masturbated him. Ah! Having, having armed himself with a lethal weapon, you and another followed the victim to his home. What are they doing with that movie? That movie's old as hell. Yes, that is. One of you kicked open the door, waving the 4-4. <laughs> That's not what I say. Actually, homie. One of you, Why you don't hit me. One no of you more. kicked open the communal door, waving the communal 4-4, and you pursued him up the communal stairs to his flat, where he slipped. You stabbed him. And as he tried to escape, you thrust the sword into his body again. You've left him to face a possible death. Yep. The victim who police requested not be named was left in life-threatening condition with wounds to his chest and side. He's since made a full recovery, but the ordeal has left deep psychological scars. He is now dependent on antidepressants. The court held her Valentine had moved, had been in and out of detention, including sentences for two robberies. He pleaded guilty to, on the first day of the trial after try, first trying to get witnesses to miss the hearing. So he tried to get the witnesses not to show up. Wow. Hey, man, the hearing is actually on Saturday. Saturday the court ain't open on Saturday. Well, this is a special trial Yeah, for me. man, it got moved and shit, man. So, you know, just show up on Saturday, man. Be on time. Uh, he will remain on license for the duration of the sentence. Police are still hunting the second man. Guess the race. Guess the race, people. What do we have? Some of the whitest people ever. Mm, that's not sure if that's for this one or the other one. But all right, that doesn't look like anybody guessed the race on this one. I guess everybody uh tapped out. But uh, <laughs> for those that are wondering, the correct race is black it was a black man stabbing people yes it was insane in europe just stabbing people like like it's no big deal karen just just stab and wave your sword in the air and do it like you just don't care yep so all right man let's see uh Got this article here. See if we can play some sound. Mills Mall is in a lot more trouble tonight. William Todd was hiding inside a cooling vat submerged in water with only his nose above the water. Now we are learning about the events leading up to his arrest that even police call absolutely absurd. Channel 4's Carly Gordon now with a story you'll see only on 4. Tom, this man, William Todd, came to Nashville on a Greyhound bus. Nine hours and more than 11 felonies later, he left in the back of a police cruiser. For 20 years. That's more than a Damn, felony per hour. Spree. I've never seen anything like this before. 3 a.m. April 25th. Police say William Todd broke into the slaughterhouse, stole a taser, revolver, and shotgun. He then shot the business up, stole a T-shirt, and set the business on fire. Next, 3.35. Police say Todd finds four people leaving a local bar. He holds them at gunpoint, tases one, pistol whips another, <gasps> and takes off with their purses and wallets. Well, damn. Five minutes later, investigators say Todd carjacks a cab at gunpoint and heads off to use his newly acquired stolen credit cards. Yeah, he was just uh, just on a, a tear. This next one is a bit strange. He's in the zone. 6 a.m. Police say Todd breaks into a law office on Union Street, ransacks the business, then defecates on a desk, <gasps> feces on some of the framed law degrees. Next, officers say 
Todd saunters into Hotel Indigo. We have him on video uh, walking into the Hotel Indigo, and he has a, um, um, during the course of all these events, he has long red hair in a ponytail. He disguises his voice as a female housekeeper and knocks on several doors. In one case, police say he stole $600 from a Canadian couple at gunpoint. He takes off in his stolen cab again, but not before a quick haircut. We have him on video leaving the hotel with a shaved head. At 9 a.m., police say Todd crashed the stolen cab into a parking garage. At 11.30, he hails a new one and heads to Opryland, then holds that cab driver at knife point. Noon, nine hours later, Todd's one-man crime spree finally comes to an end. Police find him on top of Opryland, submerged in a water cooling vat with water up to his nose. It's just a, uh, a crazy episode. We hope that there's no more victims. Now, so far, police here in Nashville have charged Todd with 11 felonies, everything from carjacking and aggravated robbery to fraud and evading arrest. Again, he could soon face more charges, and even once he's served his time for all of those, he won't be done with jail because, get this, police say he's also wanted out of Kentucky. Tom? Well, damn. Now, he was playing Grand Theft Nashville. Yes, he was. <laughs> he was getting it. All right, man, guess the race people in the chat room. Let's see what people have, man. Um, white. That's way too too quick of a haircut for him to be black. His lines would have been fucked. <laughs> uh, Kakashi sharing gun user. Peter supporter. Uh, Gouda gobbler. Correct answer. He was white. Cheese eater. Because yes, cause if he was black, Desperi would not have went that damn long. Um, this one isn't um, actually uh, guess the race. An anti-religious banner. We've been talking about these lately. Uh, at, a, at a city park in Strater, Illinois, was stolen on Saturday, and the atheist group that placed it there claims that what the theft was a class four felony under the Illinois hate crime laws. The Freedom from Religion Foundation is nobody died for our sins. Jesus Christ is a myth banner was placed in the park to protest Christian signs and crosses that have been erected uh, there ahead of the uh, oh they spelled there wrong anyway that have been erected there ahead of Easter for the past five years the eight foot by three foot banner was placed in the park on Thursday evening but less than two days later it was gone well, I say maybe it was a Easter miracle you know. That's exactly what happened with Jesus. Ah, came back a couple of days later. He was gone. gone. So maybe a sign. Maybe that was proof that's God. Anyway, it is so dismaying to see mob rule prevail. Said Andy Laurie Gaylor, FFRF co-president. This vandalism amounts to censorship and suppression of minority viewpoints. City officials have said that they are treating the park as a public forum and therefore any religious display is allowed. This crime against our banner shows the harm when the government. Local government purports to create a public forum for religion on government property. The only viewpoint that is going to be heard in Streeter is a Christian viewpoint. There are tax-exempt Christian churches throughout Streeter where it is appropriate to place Christian crosses and displays. A public park is not one of them. FFRF is offering a $1,500 reward for information leading to the arrest and conviction of the perpetrators. What do you think about that one, Karen? Hmm... I mean, they have the right to put that sign there, and it shouldn't have been stolen, regardless yeah. if you uh, um, believe what they say or not. Yeah, I'm actually with the atheists on this one. Uh, I don't. I think if you're going to allow people to publicly put up signs expressing their beliefs, mm-hmm. 
even if it's Easter, yeah, then then the people should be able to express whatever religious beliefs they want to, even if it's a lack of religious belief. And that's true. Um, if a Muslim person wanted to put up a sign, that would be fine. And, and the I fact agree. that it was stolen, while that's not the city's fault, it is kind of um, something that should have been preventable and by just not allowing this to happen in the first place. Yeah, because even if somebody is just- an atheist, they shouldn't have to like be exposed to a bunch of Christianity bullshit whenever they go to the park if that's not what they believe. Same way yeah. they're a Christian shouldn't be have to be exposed to a bunch of atheist bullshit if they don't believe that when they go to the park. And my thing is, it is a public park open to the public, and none of it should be allowed. The period you wouldn't even have had this issue. Yeah, it does seem uh it seems like the the government set the tone for. But they didn't actually, you know, I don't think that had anything to do with that actual being stolen. Nope. Port St. Lucie, a fight over two cell phones containing potentially incriminating messages led to the arrest of a wife on a charge of aggravated assault of her husband. Well, damn. What does she have in that phone? The husband said he returned from a trip to Peru to find two hidden cell phones at home with messages about wanting to leave and being in love. Wow. When he confronted his wife, she threatened to seek a divorce. She allegedly became enraged and began kicking the doors he was behind and screaming. The couple's two children, ages 7 and 10, were home at the time. At 10.58 a.m. Friday, she allegedly got a knife from the kitchen, according to the reports. The husband said she raised the knife above her shoulder and stated, I'm going to kill you and the children and myself. Shit, she went insane. Leave! Lena Hussein, 30 years old, was arrested on a charge of aggravated assault without intent to kill. What? Oh. Oh, she raised the sword. Tell me, she going to kill everybody in the house. Well, it was a knife, but yes. Yes, she, she Oh, a, a sword. I'm sorry. I mean, uh, a knife. Well, it don't matter. How, it's, it's still sharp shit. How can you get without intent to kill when you literally stated your intent to kill? You Ain't know that what I mean? the truth. Like, did you... What more does she have to say? Does she have to actually kill somebody to be like, oh, yeah, you're right, dog. That's, uh, that is a bit over the top, isn't it? Wow. Yeah, so I don't know, man. That That's just crazy. I don't think we have a race on that one. Um, let me check the Google searching. Oh, wait, no, we got a race. All right, man. So, guess the race chat room. Lena Hussein. Uh, sand nigga camel jockey. Wow. Let's be PC. Sand dwelling Negroes. I prefer that. Thank you, K Diggy. People always got to go ah. to the, the most obvious whack racism. Um, let's see. Uh, that's looks like that's the only people guessing. Um, I see, well, I see a white. White. Um, Karen, what race would you say she is in the picture? I, I don't, this is the picture I have of her. Um, I would say white. All right, so we're going to go with white. I think she looks a little bit Iranian or something. Like she got a little bit of the the Mideast in her. But Karen says white, guys. Sorry. A <laughs> uh, man arrested at Starbucks for allegedly looking at child porn. Viewing porn at your neighborhood Starbucks is probably not the best idea in the world. Nope. That idea becomes that much worse when you are a registered sex offender looking at child porn. Oh, oh, he got to have some Starbucks with his morning jack off now. <laughs> yeah. Sacramento Police Department was called to a downtown Starbucks on Monday when an employee reported that a customer was looking at child porn in full view of patrons. Well, damn. Now, you don't know. I mean, first of all, it's porn, right? Second of all, you don't know that people are going to see child porn and go, come on, dog. Come on. You, you got to go to jail. You don't know that you're doing something incredibly wrong in a public place. 
Like it just leads you to believe that these child porn dudes are sick and they just can't help themselves. Wow. It's like I had to watch it, man. And I don't care if it's Starbucks. I had to. Officers, Those ponytails turned me on. She was eating a piece of chicken. Yeah. Officers arrived at the scene but did not find the accused, Louise Mendoza, guess the race, looking at child pornography, according to the report. He was still arrested on suspicion of violating his parole, and his computer was seized. Well, damn. The 49-year-old registered sex offender was arrested at Starbucks, located on 5th and I Street in Sacramento. So, hey, come on down and get you a cup of coffee with extra cream. Uh, do we have to play Guess the Race on Louise Mendoza? I'm I'm scared to go in the chat room for that one, man. I know. You know, I think I'll just think I'll just skip that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that scared you off. A South Carolina man is facing charges after deputy say he assaulted a handicapped man over a Playboy magazine. Why? They still make those. According to the York County Sheriff's report. Deputies were called to a home along Turkey Creek Road on Wednesday evening uh, to the report of an assault. When they arrived, deputies found 24-year-old John Edward Pack Jr. in the middle of a seizure on the front porch of the home. That's when deputies say they noticed injuries on his head and face. Medical crews were able to get Pack's seizure under control, and deputies noticed more injuries to his rib cage, stating that he had possibly had a broken rib, a broken eye socket, and neck injuries. Oh. That's an ass whooping there. Yes, that is. When asked what happened, Pack, who was handicapped, told deputies he was attacked by a man over an issue of Playboy. That man, 42-year-old Randall Keith Rumfelt. 42, y'all. He gave him an ass whooping. 42. Beat up a 24-year-old handicapped old person. old man's strength. Uh, that man lives with Pac's mother. According to the report, Pack was at his grandmother's house when Rumfeld called and asked him to come a few houses down to his mother's house. When he got there, Pack told officers that Rumfeld wanted to take the Playboy for him, from him, got in the ar- and the argument broke out. <laughs> Pack told officers that he hit Rumfeld while defending himself, and Rumfeld attacked him. So I guess he's trying to use staying ground. I don't know. Pack's mother. So. Pack's mother was present during the assault, and said Pack had given her the Playboy and then hit Rumfeld. When she told deputies that's, that she took John's glasses off his face so that it would not get broken during the fight. Well, his mama nice? ain't shit. His mom was like, "I know you handicapped." But give me your glasses, baby. You got to take this old man's strength ass whooping. Uh, after the attack, she told deputies that she cleaned Pac's wounds and he went back to his grandmother's house. She was arrested because yes. she, <laughs> good, cause she didn't call any medical personnel to treat Pac's injury and failed to report the incident to law enforcement. Not to mention they showed up and he was having a seizure. So she couldn't have done too much to fix him, right? Uh, Rumfeld, who deputies say was intoxicated during the incident, was charged with assault and battery, second degree. He's being held at the Moss Justice Center, and they don't report what issue of Playboy it was. Guess the race. Guess the race. Twenty-two issue. White man, Playboy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Beaner. Oriental. I think that was for the last story, Ken. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Um... Yeah, the correct answer, oh, uh, white because of the playboy. Yep, the correct answer is white, guys. He was a white man beating up a handicapped person for playboy. A 26-year-old Carlisle woman is accused of setting fire to an apartment early today because she was upset with her child's, with her child's father. 
That picture. She, she has insane. a beautiful smile. That's what I'll say about that lady. Oh, my How God. How dare you, Karen? How dare you? Alexandria M. Robertson <laughs> believed the father was at, or was, was at or headed home in the first block of C Street just before 2 a.m. when the fire started. Firefighters traced the source to a newspaper and read in a red pillow at the front of the apartment. When one of the residents opened the door to investigate, they were met with knee-high flames. Damn. No one was injured. Witnesses saw Robertson hiding next to the apartment after the fire was extinguished. She ran then confronted. She ran when confronted, but was arrested a short time later on North Pitt and B Street. Robertson was charged with arson, loitering, prowling at night, and reckless endangerment against the race. Prowling at night? Not to mention, I mean, looking at this lady's picture, I'm going to put it in the chat room. Somebody had sex with this lady oh, and had a baby. Man. Um, uh, so anybody guessing the race on this one? Somebody said left, left eye. eye, but that's not a race. Um, huh. It looks like everybody's scared. Everybody wants an easy answer. You want to put the links in? Because y'all are too scared to guess. White, White. says A-Rod the hyena. Okay, White, White says Keith Miller. Mayor Shadyville, what do you say? PWT, that's that pretty white thing. Black says AHT. Sure, why not white? Jaime, what is it? Oh, know. you had to go with the Jewish. Oh, that's messed up. Poor white trash. No gluten eater. Poor white trash. The correct answer. Black. I was shocked too, y'all. Black and, and crazy her as hell. Face. Oh, it's priceless. I put the link in the chat room. Her face is insane. Insane. Yes, it is. Um, I thought this article was uh pretty funny um apparently this dude was running a sperm bank okay and uh a british sperm bank founder who guaranteed his customer sperm from above average donors apparently made good on his promise by secretly using his own sperm <gasps> and he may have fathered as many as 600 children in the process so he wasn't doing it the correct way Oh, so he was like, "Fuck it, I'm just, I'm just gonna jack off into all these tubs and give them to the women." Yeah, he's like, "I got a, I got a, I got a sperm under. I don't have enough sperm." Australian-born biologist Bertrand Wisner and his wife, Dr. Mary Barton, created London-based Barton Clinic in nineteen in the nineteen forties. By the time the clinic shut its doors in the nineteen sixties, the couple had used artificially insemination, uh, artificial insemination to help infertile middle and upper class couples produce about fifteen hundred children. Uh, you know what's sad about that is like it was six hundred offspring. Like he's probably there's probably people fucking each other. That are related to each other now. Yes, sir. Dr. Barton said in the 1950s that she and her husband guaranteed that all the donors were drawn from intelligent stock. And no donors were accepted unless they were a little above average. Wisner died in 1972 and his wife died 10 years later. Dr. Barton destroyed all the clinic's medical records before her death. That's how you know something shady. Yeah, the couple had supposedly used sperm donations from their family friends to impregnate clients, with an attempt to match the physical characteristics the clients wanted. So you think he was sitting there like, uh, yeah, sure, blonde hair, whatever, you know? <laughs> like I need a man with red hair. He needs to be six foot eight, uh, perf- perf- uh, some type of athlete. He's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, bitch. Uh, just here's some sperm. But it, you didn't even, yeah, I had some in the fridge that was, this is it. I, I had some on ice. This, uh, that'll be. Here's a fresh batch. That'll be $7,000. Why are you sweating? Uh, this is a fresh batch. Yeah. Take this one. Yeah. 
Okay, well, I'm, you know, I might need two doses. Well, you're going to have to wait about 30 minutes. I need a sandwich. I need to take a nap. Just, uh, I'll be back. DNA tests conducted on 18 people conceived at the clinic between 1943 and 62, however, found that Wisner was the father of 12. Ooh. According to reports in British media, one of Wisner's biological offspring, David Galang's, had established contact with 11 other children produced with Wisner's sperm. Galang's told uh, London Sunday Times that Wisner could have provided at least 20 samples per year over the life of the clinic, meaning he could have fathered up to 300 to 600 children. Using the standard figures for the number of live births, which result including allowances for twins and miscarriages, I estimate that he is responsible for 300 and 600 children. That's why I'm so smart, because my father was a doctor, a sperm doctor. Wow. It's in my blood. He was able to do out of My blood pump sperm. In 1990, the British government placed a limit on the number of families that could receive sperm from the same donor. Information on the identity and medical history of the donors is now stored in case it is desired or needed by the children produced via the sperm. Wisner's practice of secretly using his own sperm is now outlawed. In part Why due to the outlawed then? I don't know. In part due to the danger that two of his offspring might meet unknowingly have children of their own. That will then hold on to Playboys and be beaten up. Yes. All right. This has been another episode of the Blackout Tales Podcast. It has. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back Saturday morning. We will. For a live feedback show. Of course, you can go to theblackouttips.com. Do all this stuff there. Watch our vocal shows. Join our chat room from there. Uh, donate. Subscribe. Go to the store. All that great stuff that really helps the show out so much when you guys do that. Yes, it does. Um, uh, also follow our Tumblr, the Blackout, the Blackout Cooks, the well, Blackout Cooks. We cooking? Yeah, we cooking. Don't now. you mean we cook medium? Yeah, we cook medium. Dot Tumblr and the Blackout Tips. Dot Tumblr. Blah. Uh, you, and of course, Booty Picks and Jokes. Dot Tumblr. Don't ever oh, forget yes. that. And mine on top of that. Yeah, and on top of that though. Dot Tumblr. Um, you can find us on iTunes. Leave us a five star review. We read it on the Saturday morning feedback shows at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can also like our Facebook page. Go on Podomatic. Favorite us on Stitcher. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm Say That Again. That is in DAT. And the show Twitter is at TBGWT. The Google Plus page is the Blackout Tips. Um, don't forget to donate your account. Donate your account.com slash TBGWT. If you haven't donated your Twitter or Facebook account yet, why haven't you, man? You don't like us? Huh? No. You think we ain't shit? Is that what you think about us? <laughs> I thought we was cool, man. What, Me too, dog. You too good to give your, oh, and I can't give it to these ratchet niggas. I'll just give it to blacking ah! it up. Blacking it up so much better than them. Really. Well, who do you think about at night? Hmm? Yeah. When nobody's looking and you don't got to be politically correct, you over there guessing the race. Ah! Even if you just guessing it in your head, you guessing. But, um, yeah, make sure you guys do that, man. Uh, really appreciate it. Of course, today's show was sponsored by ShadowDogProductions.com. Mm-hmm. Just go to ShadowDogProductions.com. Buy some shit. Go on iTunes. Yes. Buy some stuff. All right, please. Do us a favor. We'd like to keep having a sponsor. It would be nice. You guys wouldn't have to give as much. You only give a dollar to them, and then they keep giving us money to keep doing shows. It's awesome. Also, adamandeve.com. Put in the offer code TBGWT. When you go to checkout, you get 50% off one item, three free DVDs, one sensual gift that's so sensual I can't even say what it is, and free shipping. Yes. So make sure you guys are doing that stuff, and we will talk to you guys later. 
so until next time, love you. I love you too. Mwah. Uh, can the headphones go loud? Kanye West. Yeah. Can a young nigga get money anymore? Tell Peter my mink is dragging on the floor. Can I have a bad bitch without no flaws? Come to meet me without no draws. Dinner with Anna Winter, racing with Anya Rubik. I told you motherfuckers it was more than the music in the projects. One day, the project one way. We done heard all that loud ass talking. We used to it. I'm from where shorties fucked up. Double cupped up. Might even kill somebody in YouTube it. So whoever think they words affect me is too stupid. And if you could do it better than me, then you do it. We fly it in the parakeet, floating with no parachute. Six thousand dollar parachute. We made it to the Paris news. Don't talk about style, cause I embarrass you. Shut the fuck up when you talk to me, for I embarrass you. Can a young nigga get money anymore? Tell Peter my mink is dragging on the floor. Can I have a bad bitch without no flaws? Come to meet me without no draws in the whole industry. Wanna fuck your old chick? Only nigga I got respect for is Wiz. And I'll admit I fell in love with Kim. Around the same time she had fell in love with him. Well, that's cool, baby girl, do your thing. Lucky I ain't had Jay dropping from the team. La Familia, Rock Nation. We in the building, but still keep it basement. Flying in the parakeet, floating with no parachute. Six thousand dollar parachutes. I made it to the Paris News. Don't talk about style, cause I embarrass you. Shut the fuck up when you talk to me, for I embarrass you. Good music, we fresh, we fresh. Anything else, we detest, detest. Bitch ass niggas got ass and breast. All that said, let me ask this question. Can a young nigga get money anymore? Tell Peter my mink is dragging on the floor. Can I have a bad bitch without no flaws? Come to meet me without, don't talk to me about style, nigga. I'm motherfucking embarrass you. Talking about clothes, I'm motherfucking embarrass you. Calling about some hoes, I'm motherfucking embarrass you. Way too cold, I promise you need some therapy. Get the therapy. Get the therapy. Get the therapy. It's Chicago, nigga. Southside, we in this bitch. Eastside, crazy, blow that loud. Low end, 39th, the Ickies, 47th Street, Garfield Park, 79th, Stony Island, K-Town, Wild Hunters, the Shottown, Drove City, the Village, Harvey World, O-Block, 64th Normal, 64th and King Drive, what up, 83rd, Cottage Grove, the Gardens, the Chicago, nigga, the Dearborns, 55th, Cabrini Green,